The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh, th- that story was incredible for those who don't know. I'm just plugging in my uh, the old uh, headphonings. I live in Windsor. There's not an epidemic of homeless people living on the streets Where in Windsor. Where do you live, though? Oh, I live in the posh bit. I live, uh, I live in a house. Um, but there's not an epidemic. There's, um, there's a couple that hang out outside the Mackey D's. And there's there's none down the kind of the, down Pescod Street. Oh no no no! I'm I'm incorrect actually. I know exactly who that guy's talking about. He's talking about the three people that live in the doorway of what used to be Budgeons. Um, and yeah, um, I mean they're poor they're poor souls who've fallen on on tough times. There is quite a lot of shouting, actually, coming from those people. Quite a lot of arguing and shouting. And they've got guitars that never seem to get played. But I don't imagine that Budgeons no. is going to feature very heavily in the royal wedding no. footage, is no. it? No, you, you, it, it's, um, it's a piazza. It's, 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 it's a pedestrian walkway, so vehicles can't even get down there. So the Queen ain't going to see that. But uh, who, was, who was saying it? Was it the MP that was saying it? What an absolute knob. <laughs> Today's 
everything sounds better. I'm so out of breath. If you're watching on Periscope, man alive, did you see those moves? Everything sounds better as a scar version, doesn't it? Everything sounds better as a scar version. Good evening, dear listener. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio with me, Ian Lee, her, Catherine Boyle. You can listen to us on DAB. You can download the app. <clears throat> you can also, if you wanted to, buy a computer, um, subscribe to um, sign up for, for internet. You can get really good deals, BT, Talk Talk, Sky, um, 12 months, 18 months. You choose the package that, that best suits your needs, um, and then you can use that computer and that internet um, uh, package to... You can listen to us online, is, 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 is what I'm trying to say. Um, let's just get this out of the way. Let's just get this out of the way, Catherine. We've got an exclusive update... On, um, well, it's so many different names. Um, Ersatz Griffiths, Derek Gate, Jarrow Derek, and Faux Griffiths. These are, those are the ones I've come up with. If anybody can come up with a better name, 03444991000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call. Uh, we've got an exclusive update on that. And boy, oh boy, we thought we had, we thought we had this sewn up, okay... The, the news on this story all day has been moving and moving and moving. And, and then just before we came on, there was a huge um, bombshell was, was, was dropped on our doorstep. Not, not a literal bombshell. I don't want don't to scare people and would never make light of such a thing. A metaphorical one. But let's get this out of the way, guys, because this could be a long old call. It's Kadir. Hi, Ian. How are you doing? I'm great, thank you. Could it, Catherine, could you turn that television off? Because whenever they, there's, there's 45 TVs in this studio, and I always yeah. have them turned off because it's like being in a pub. If you go to a pub and there's a TV, however, yeah. however hard you try to resist it, you will, your, your gaze will turn away from the people you are sharing the night with, and will turn, even if it's sports, and I hate sports, your eyes are drawn to the TV, and I found myself drawn okay. to BBC News there. Kadir, what have you got? Let, I'm going to give you a tip. I don't. I, I, I tell you what we're going to do tonight, right? Yeah, sure. I, I want this show to be great. I want this show is good, and I want it to be great. And and it can only be great if um, I give you the callers some tips. Okay. So Go ahead. and they're going to be personalised tips. My tip for you, Kadir, keep it short. Keep it short. Yeah. Well, um, I've got. I've got. I've got. Well, I went to Warwick today with my mate George. And we went to um, we wanted to get into Warwick Castle. It closes at five, and we got there at four. Um, so we had to find a way to get in, and we were going to jump the fence. Um, well, hang, but, on, hang on a minute. It, if it closes at five and you got there at four, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you could have got in, couldn't you? We could have got in. However, the entrance fee to Warwick Castle is twenty-two Great British right, pounds. Right. So, so the problem wasn't the closing time. The problem uh-huh. was the fee. The, the, because we, the reason we were so averted to paying the fee was because we'd have only had an hour in there. So we thought it would be better off being trespassers. Okay, yes. Because I believe that a castle like that should be free to the public. You absolute idiot. How do you think, how much do you think it costs to run a castle? I don't think they should run it. I think they should have minimal staff, Okay. Mate, and just I the maintenance, the, the maintenance, just just the people walking into a castle, 
with muddy shoes, right? Just the maintenance of cleaning the floors will run into thousands of pounds a year. That's literally just cleaning the shit off your shoes that you walk in, right? So that that's thousands of pounds. Forget the heating, forget the lighting, forget the staff, forget the fact that old castles, they start to tumble and you've got to make sure the buildings are, 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 are standing still. Of course, standing still. Of course you've got to pay to get into those places. And pay, you should. Yellow cardine, you just said the S word. So, um, just, just get okay. that one out Okay, my there. other tip for you is just don't be such a dickhead. Red card. <laughs> Red card. He was getting on my nerves tonight. Um, of course you should pay to go in the castles. Talk about Windsor. Windsor Castle, of course I live there and the boys like to go and see it. Of course you have to pay to go in, which is right. I don't have to pay to go in because I have a local residence card which gets me and the guys in for free. So that's different. Everyone else should have to pay to go in the castle. I've been to Windsor Castle. Yep. And if you pay, yep. which you should, yep. you get to use that ticket again like in the next year you or get, so. It's one of those places you get to um, you go back for a year, like the Roald Dahl Museum, although I don't think you'd want to go there again. Cause it's, it's not, not a very lot, big, is it? It's not a lot going on there, guys. There's not a lot going on there. Um, but, the, but Windsor Castle's great. I love it. And also... We had a cheeky little chat with... Uh, we go there quite a lot, because we get in there free. We go there quite a lot, because kind of a wonder. Um, and we had a cheeky chat with one of the... Um, they're not guards. They're not beef eaters. They're one of the nosy... You know the nosy people in... in the guides. That's the, That's it, yeah. Um, Do you mean the it, volunteers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the backbone the, of that place? Yeah, 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 those suck-ups. Um, and he told us which window to look out of at roughly what time to get the best chance of seeing her indoors. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've seen her. I've seen her at the castle. I've seen her at the castle. Did she see you? No, 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 she didn't. She wears one of those old women's um, headscarves. Headscarves. Um, yeah, I've seen her. She'll be asking for your photo these days, Yeah, she? she will be. She'll be asking, the Queen will be asking for a selfie with um, uh, uh, Jungle Star... Ian Lee, and um, a celebrity detective. And she was saying, what did that pig's nunu taste like? Um, uh, I will say, well, well, I was no. say really obscene then, and I thought, I'm, I'm, do you know what, I'm, I'm better than that, the Queen's better than that, Cathy's worse than that. Prince Philip would love it. Of course he would. Dirty, dirty little bugger. <laughs> why, why would you even bother killing it when you eat it? You, you jump down. Anyway. Wow. The, so tonight's show, guys, listen, I had, I had two and a half hours sleep last night, so that's good, and then I managed to have a doze for 45 minutes today. So today show is going to be um can you sign tired um if you want to take part oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number let's go to liam good evening liam hello hello liam hello um quick question yes. what was your experience like in the jungle um quick answer it was all right <laughs> anyway um also it was also, all right it was all right, was all right. Yeah. yeah are you a football fan by any chance no mate no. Okay. Bye. Thanks. Thanks for calling. There we go. That was <laughs> that was a call. That was a call to an award-winning phone-in radio show. <laughs> oh look, they're all phoning in. I don't know if I want to talk to any of these people on the switchboard. No disrespect to the people on the switchboard, but when you got Gatford, Jonathan, and Wasim, I'm just thinking, dear God, that's a lot of very, very needy people. Um... I'm in one of those moods, so I'm going to say thank you, Gatford. I'm going to say thank you, 
Um, Jonathan, I'm going to say thank you, Wasim. Try tomorrow. That's fair enough, isn't it? I'm just in one of those impish moods, and that those are qu- those are three quite needy phone calls. Yeah. Plus, we have business to attend to. We've got business. We got business coming out of our ass. Um, and we've got Derek Griffith's business. But can I just say, by the way, great news. Sam's back answering the phones this evening. Well done, Sam. At last, Never leave us again. Uh, and I think I can say this, because the other uh, jokers that were working here on the show certainly won't be listening. At last, well, they weren't listening when they were working. No, at last, someone who gives a toss about this show. There was one who was good. Oh, Hayley was... Oh, Hayley was... Holly. We didn't have, uh, we didn't have Hayley. We had Holly, Holly. didn't we? Hayley, uh, Hayley was doing the show before. Holly was great. Um, but, uh, but the others, I mean, really, guys, I mean, listen, you, you don't have to dig the act, right? You don't have to like the show, but at least listen to it and look at the screen where people are phoning in so that you can answer it. But we've got, we've got Sam uh, answering the phones today, so it's going to be bam, bam. The A-team. The A-team is back. 0344 499 1000 is the phone number. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio with me, Ian Lee. The radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. They could be dreaming and meeting each other in their dreams. On Talk Radio. So, Griffiths Gate. Uh, Let's start. We had Derek Griffiths on the show. When when was he on the show? Summer. Okay, in the summer. Um, And so, because we're kind of fans of Derek Griffiths, I'm just going to have a little recap of the story so far. Previously on uh, Late Night Alternative. So in the summer we had Derek Griffiths on. And then Derek was on Twitter and we were kind of chatting with Derek on Twitter. And I noticed that that, that um, Danny Baker was chatting with him. Uh, the lady who... Cathy uh, Burke. Um, loads of other people. And then on New Year's Day, midnight on New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, we realised that... It wasn't Derek Griffiths on Twitter, despite having one of those oh-so-delicious-and-elusive blue ticks. Um, it wasn't Derek Griffiths. Some people had... It wasn't me, but some people online had kind of done some detective work and, and, and found out it wasn't him. And we, we, we announced that on the show, New Year's Day. Well, the first thing we, we said on January the 1st, and it was a bit of a shock. It was a bit weird, a bit of a shock, a bit weird. But we thought, well, that would be it. Well, then the next day, we started finding out that people had paid a lot of money to have a lunch with Derek Griffiths, and those lunches had not been forthcoming. The, the going rate seems to be about 250 quid. Some people, Paddy McGuinness included, had paid significantly more. He paid about 620 And the idea quid. was that it was money that would go to charity. It, go to, it was for autism... And dementia. A, a dementia charities. And um, and we're going to tread a little bit more carefully now because the police are involved. I don't think charges have been made, but we're going to tread a little bit more carefully. So we're not going to mention names. We don't need to mention names, OK, apart from Derek Griffiths. Um, and uh, so a, a significant number of people had paid money to, to who they thought was Derek Griffiths for a lunch that never happened. And they'd also been persuaded by Derek Griffiths's Twitter feed and um, in private messages and emails to donate money to a young lad's Just Giving page. Again, for those charities, it was a, a hill walk, one of those mountain climbing type things. And... Um, so a lot of money in exchange, and it turned out, of course, that it wasn't actually Derek Griffiths running this uh, Twitter page. It was somebody else. It was this this young man, um, and lots of people were rightfully peed off about it um, and got in touch and were DMing me and emailing me and, and, and saying in public, you know, what had gone on. Um, I was emailing this young man yesterday a lot 
and almost persuaded him to come on the show, and then he kind of bottled it at the last minute. I'd also heard from two separate sources that this gentleman was about 23, 24, was a vulnerable gentleman. And this information came from other people, other reliable sources, not from him. But he was a vulnerable gentleman um, uh, on um, a, a spectrum. And the phrase that I heard twice, and I don't really know what this phrase means, but I shall repeat it, was he was severely autistic and vulnerable. Um, so that was interesting. And then we had uh, Paddy McGuinness came on the show last night. What a nice man. Isn't he? What a nice man. Yeah. One of those, just, just one of those people you could just chat to. I've never spoken to him before. You just chat to him. But you had to phone him up and tell him what had gone on. I had to on. phone him up and tell him what, what had happened. And he was furious because he's got kids who are autistic and, and he, that's why he gave the money and blah, blah, blah. So he was furious. Um, and then today uh, we got a few emails from a few people. One of them was a guy called Gary who has been kind enough to kind of keep me informed as to what's been going on. And he and several other people had gone to the police to report this because it was fraud. And um, he sent me a message, which I can I can read some of this message. It's, it's been tweeted by other people. Um, it says, um, I'm Rebecca Lawrence, DC2217, from Halifax Police Station. Um, Halifax is relevant. Um, and it gives a phone number and an email. I'm going to give the email in a minute. Um, it says, could you at some point... Uh, oh, basically, it says, could you... Um, everybody who has been... Who feels they have been ripped off or caught out or paid money to this person thinking they were getting something from Derek Griffiths, if they could please contact uh, this police officer, Rebecca Lawrence. Her email address is rebecca.lawrence at westyorkshire.com. PNN.police.uk. Rebecca.lawrence at westyorkshire.pnn.police.uk. Um, and basically, what had happened is this young man hadn't come on my show last night and he had told me that he was going to go to the police last night. I didn't believe it, but it turns out he went to the police last night because he was cacking his pants because this suddenly became a very, very big story. Even even um, the Manchester Evening News ran this story. Um, didn't mention us. No, they did mention us, Manchester Evening News. It was the Sun that didn't. Thanks, oh, guys. Oh, the BBC. Uh, the BBC... Uh, mentioned you. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a little bit... Anyway. Um, and he'd gone to the police with his parents and confessed to some of it. And his parents apparently have said to the police, we will repay everyone. But again, the police, have, I believe, have told some of the victims that he only confessed to 10 counts of fraud. And I am pretty confident there's at least double that. I'm pretty confident. There's certainly more than 10 that, that I've seen. So I think his parents are in for a bit of a shock and we'll be interested. Let's hope they stand by their word, although I believe people are getting money back from PayPal and from their credit cards and from their banks and stuff, which is great. OK, but... But PayPal and the banks will start pursuing... Yeah, 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 exactly. So so that was that. And I thought, well, that's that's a good bit of news. That's great. Um, And I've also been informed that that apparently if it hadn't have... If we hadn't have covered it, if it hadn't have got in the press, this guy would have just got a caution. As it is, it looks like something else may, you know, it may get a bit more serious. We we have to... We wait and see. So that was that. And I thought, oh, that's fair enough. That's that's good. That's that's sorted then. You know, we've kind of got um, a conclusion and that's um, lovely. And then we've had... A few emails from people. Gary being one of them. A couple of others. Duncan, was it a Duncan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple of other people saying, I rem- 
remember, I'm sure I remember, when Derek Griffiths came on your show, and it was, definitely was Derek that came on the show, right? um, I'm sure I remember him talking about being on Twitter. And I don't remember what we did yesterday on the show, so I don't I remember an interview we did in summer. And all I knew was that I hadn't gone through Twitter to get him, I'd no. gone through his agent. And you had spoken. You, you, you. Did you, did you? Have you had a response from any of his agents? No. No. Okay. In, in the, in some of the press, it, the agents have said Derek Griffiths is not on Twitter and he don't, knows nothing about this. Okay. Uh, but a few people said, I'm sure he mentioned being on Twitter. And do you know what? It rang a, it rang a faint bell. Rang a faint did, bell. Did they deny it? The only ones I've seen in the press, the comments from them were saying that they do not comment on individual accounts. No, I'm talking about his agents. Did they say Twitter. that? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, his but that's the, uh, the ones I read his in agents. the papers said, the agent said that. Yeah, said what? Said that they don't comment on individual accounts. No, 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 the one I've read said that his agent said it, it wasn't right. him. None okay. of them, right? Um, and I kind of thought, well, maybe he did say something about it, but he's an old man and I don't really want to... Me and Kath went, oh, let's not dig through that because I don't really want to... And then we were sat there watching some rubbish on telly. And we were listening to, to Jamie and Mel, the one before us. And after about an hour, we both looked at each other and said, we've got to listen to that interview. And, Kath, you dug it out, and you found it's right near the end, isn't it? It's the last... Yeah, because it was just a throwaway bit, wasn't yeah. it? So this is... So Derek Griffiths, I'm, sh- I'm sure it's said in the stories, I'm sure I've read today that his agents have said, no, he's, got, he's not on Twitter, he's not doing them. So then Kath listened to the interview, and we... Uh... Oh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. There we go. And, um... And Kath found this. This is your actual Derek Griffiths talking in the summer. You never stop, Matt. I, I, I know that you've recently joined Twitter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how are you finding that? It's very interesting. <laughs> and, and quite overwhelming at times. Yeah. You get a lot of affection on there, though, don't you? People love you. It's, it, I'm amazed. Yeah. I am absolutely amazed and, and terribly humbled by it. Mm. Um, it's just... You know, social media really does open up the eyes of of what people think. <laughs> it does. So, Derek Griffiths was at some point on Twitter. Um. So where does that leave us now? Let's just say um, that. I don't for a second believe that Derek Griffiths is in any way involved with fraudulent... I mean, why, is he, why would he want to, you know, get 250 quid off, off 20 people for... I don't believe that for a second, right? But it does slightly... And I'm trying to find... Because I'm trying to find the, the, the quote from his, the, the agent saying that he was not on Twitter, because I've definitely read it. It was Twitter saying they don't comment on individual... Um, they don't comment on individual cases. Someone can find it for me, if you could, please, and let us know. I'm sure I've read that somewhere today. Okay. Um, but so, Derek Griffiths was, at some point, involved directly with that Twitter feed, at Derek Griffiths, which could explain why it got a blue tick, because it was it was him at some point. So now we're going to the crazy world of theories, OK? And these are our theories, OK? Um, and there's only one really I, I can I can think of, is that Derek Griffiths started the Twitter feed and, and got it all up and running, and um, then realised that Twitter is stupid, 
And he's an old man. I mean, he's in his late 60s, isn't he? Old, yeah, relatively. Um, and possibly a young person came up to him and said, Derek, big fan of yours. A young person who I believe is involved with lots of other Coronation Street websites. And, and, and Derek was in Coronation Street at the time. Or had been. Big fan of yours. Why don't you let me run your Twitter feed? And... Um, I'll be in charge. I'll take you all the hassle, and I'll promote your shows, and I'll do all of that. Um, and you can just relax. And if there's anything important that happens on it, I'll let you know. But otherwise, you leave it to me. And I can only imagine that Derek Griffiths went, "Yeah, okay," because he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Why would, you, why would he want to get involved with, with Twitter? He's an actor. Yeah, sure, fine, okay, fine. This this guy's got previous with setting up, you know, fan pages and Twitter pages and stuff like that. Well, and we've seen, we've yeah. spoken to celebrities who've had dealings with this person yeah. who've said that, you know, he he's all over the internet and yeah. he does a lot of supportive stuff for yeah. celebrities, yeah. fan sites and stuff. So that's where we're at. Now, you've emailed again put, the agents. I have. I put that theory to them. Yeah. I've told them that we've, we've got that clip and that it, it makes things rather confusing and now is the time. Yes. I've also put that to my contact at Twitter and um, it went very quiet. And then she said that she's going to, she thinks it's best handled by the comms team and they'll be in touch. Okay. Because I did sort of ask how on earth it could be that someone could get a blue tick if it wasn't them. Yeah. And then I, I mentioned the clip and then all of a sudden it's the, the comms team, I better speak to you. Um, it's, it, yeah. Um, so it's. It would explain <laughs> a few things. It would It would explain a lot because. I was quite surprised that when we contacted Derek's agent on Monday, we had nothing back at all. Yeah. And if someone was operating some sort of operation like that under my name, yeah. and I had nothing to do with it, I'd be the first person to distance myself from it. Yeah. So I think that there's a knot there that's not been yeah. unpicked. So here's the thing. Don't think Derek Griffiths is in any way involved with ripping people off. Of course not for a second. The man is an absolute legend. He's 71. He's, an, he's a legend. He's a superstar. May God bless him and all who sail in him. But I would be now really keen to find out how long he was in charge of that Twitter feed for and at what point he... I'm, assu- I'm assuming, one can only assume, it wasn't hacking, that he handed it over... Um, when he handed it over and what he was told he was going to get out of it. Now, also, do you remember earlier on in the week we were talking about um, how a Strictly star had sort of been convinced into retweeting a Just Giving page? Yeah. On that Just Giving page, it tells a story about why this person is doing a charity walk and how he's raising money for um, autism charity because someone close to his heart has it and he he names them. Um, Having looked up this guy... I found a dedication in an um, online newspaper from his mum and dad on his birthday, and mm-hmm. it mentioned a couple of other family members. There was no mention of this person's name. Then I got in touch with the charities that he said he was going to give the donate. He was going to split the money between. Yeah, quite a bit of money was raised, over a thousand pounds. And some charities said they couldn't tell me, but they would be looking into things internally. And I've had a f- couple of charities um, who've said. They have no record of any dealings with him. Um, so this is, uh, let me see, this is alzheimers.org.uk. Yeah. We've checked the supporter database, have no record of this person taking one of our fundraising challenges or making a donation to us. Um, so apologies for the delay. 
I mean, one of the explanations I was given yesterday by a charity was, we have no record of him, but maybe he gave anonymously. Yeah. We've got to throw that in there. It's possible. Or um, maybe he gave under a different name. Yeah. So that's where we are today. Now, as far as I'm concerned, you know, each time we finish talking about this, I kind of think, well, that's that story done. And then the wonderful team of detectives, you know, cast done loads of work on this. I've done a little bit of work, but I've been relying on people sending me cheeky DMs and, and, and things. Um, my DMs are open, but please only send me DMs about this. I don't, you know, I, 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 you know, please. Um, who knows what's going to come out tomorrow? Who knows what's going to come out tomorrow? It's, uh, you know, so we, we will follow this. We will keep abreast of this. Um, and as someone on Twitter said, this is the most explosive celebrity scandal of 2018 so far. Um, and, and I just can't disagree with that. Zach and Martin, stay there. 0344-499-1000. I'm Ian Lee. She is Catherine Boyle. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Neon Lit Night Talk for torch singers, trolley dollies and train wrecks like me. Mm. Never know just where the conversation will take you. What I'm going to say sounds ridiculous. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. It's a, it's a strange old world, isn't it? Um, this is Talk Radio. You can listen uh, loads of ways. The three main ways, of course. I say loads of ways. I think there probably are only three. No, there's four. Three. Well, there, there, anyway, there's, there's actually there's loads. The three main ways are um, you listen on DAB, and if you've got a DAB radio, you might have to do a deep retune of it. Um, if you've got an old one, you're probably screwed. Um, you can listen down via the Talk Radio app on your pocket telephone. That's how I generally tend to listen. Um, or you can um, go online to talkradio.co.uk. It's a phone-in show. It's a phone-in show unlike any other phone-in show. And I should just say we've got loads of new listeners and loads of new callers. So quickly, let me do a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, we will stand. I'm, I'm standing at the moment because if I sit down, I may fall asleep after having only two and a half hours sleep again. Five hours sleep in the last two days. What could possibly go wrong? Um, but it's a phony show unlike any other. I, uh, Catherine and I will just sit here and we will chat absolute nonsense and we'll, we'll talk silly stuff and funny stuff and, and stuff from the papers and all kinds of, you know, stuff that comes out of our brains. You are welcome to phone in at any point and jump into the stupid conversations what we are having. Or you can phone in yourself about absolutely anything you want. And you, no one gets turned away from the show, although I did turn away three people at the start of the show because I'm just in one of those kind of moods. Um, but no one gets turned away. You know, um, if, if you normally try and phone up a phone-in show and you can't get on, you will be welcome with open arms here. The phone number is, and it's free for most people, pennies for the rest of you, and we call you back. You'll speak to Sam, he'll take your name and number, and he'll call you straight back, and that's as far as the screening process goes. The phone number is 0344 Four nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Zach. Good evening, Zach. Evening. Evening, Zach. What you got for us? Um, I'm going to ask a question. Okay, They're beautiful. I, I I love it when questions are teased up in that manner, Zach. So this is a great start already. Thank you, man. So, what would your top three tips be for presenting? Because at my school we have our own radio station, Jukebox oh. Radio. Wow. And. Sorry, I threw you there by by um, by, by my exuberance. I apologise. Go on. I'm genuinely thrilled that a school has got its own radio station. That's incredible. Go on. Yeah. Tell me more. Also tell me more. Also got an app and a website. Yeah. 
And we have, and I, and I have uh, two shows a week, which is really, really fun. And it's sometimes really hard yeah. to like figure out what to say yeah. and what to uh, like say. And like, because there's so much news like everywhere, yeah. that it's hard to pick something yeah. and just talk about so it for what, ages. What are, tell me, um, what your what are these two shows? What is it? Music? Is it talking? What is it? It's a whole hour of just me talking about anything that's happened in the school day or wow. in the news or about just what I like. So I like theme parks a lot, so I just talk about that most of the time. The theme park hour, I love it. Um, uh, you talk, you can talk about what happens in the school. This is unprecedented. And do people phone in? Do you have guests? Do, do you have emails? Um, we don't do phone-ins, but we have guests, a lot of guests, yep. and a lot of recommendations for songs, Okay, which is... Hard to deal with because of how many people want to recommend songs. I am um, today. Have you heard of a bloke called James O'Brien? No. He's brilliant. He's he's, he's a really good broadcaster, um, and I thoroughly recommend. What? Who do you listen to on the radio? Uh, mainly, mainly BBC Radio One. Okay, so go, give me give me the name. Give me the, the names of the two people you like the most on on radio. Um. You. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that, Zach. I'm, uh, yeah, go on, give me another name. Um, and Baz Riley, who's the head of our radio station. Okay, so, like, fine. Listen back to shows and stuff. Great, okay, brilliant. So you've got two people that you really, really like, and I'm imagining that my style and Baz's style are, are quite different. My, I, I got, here are my suggestions, right? First one is, listen to radio all the time. Listen to it all the time. And don't just listen to Radio 1 and don't just listen to me. Uh, maybe one night, go and I can't believe I'm saying this and I'm breaking the rules of radio. One night, um, listen to Five Live instead of me. I think Phil Williams is on. And then another night, listen to LBC, which you can get all over the country. It's not just London, you know, and listen to Ian Collins. Um, and another night, listen to a podcast from America. And, you know, one afternoon, listen to Radio 2 or Radio 4 or... Um, you know, one of the local BBC stations that you can pick up anywhere in the country online, or listen to an American radio host, or listen to, you know, an Australian... You can listen and listen and listen to as many different radio styles and presenters as you can, um, because you will hear things that you like, and you think, oh... I like the way they said that, or their turn of phrase, or the way they they introduce their guest. I think I could do my own version of that. But you'll also, more importantly, I think, you'll hear a load of things that you don't like. And try and think why you don't like them. What is it that person is doing that is putting you off wanting to listen to that person? Is it the way uh, they, they're rude to the callers? Is it the way they're too nice to the to callers? Is it the way... Um, whatever it is, right? So, so listen and listen and listen to radio and absorb it. Listen to good, bad, indifferent, great, or listen to as much of it as you can. And um, today, the reason I mentioned James O'Brien is because I did an interview with him today. He interviewed me for a podcast he does. And it's a great thrill because he was telling me some of the guests he's had on there. Get this, Kath. David Baddiel, Armando Iannucci, uh, Russell Brand. Um, he was telling me that next week he's got an FGM campaign to go. And then he had me on there. Wow. I, was, I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. And it was really, uh, really, he's, he's a really good interviewer, right? And, um... I think he's one of the greatest broadcasters that, that, that we've got in this country, and um, he, he's good. But he asked me... He, we talked about me starting off in radio, and, and, and when I started working at a station called LBC, and he said, you were really good from the start, weren't you? I said, no, I wasn't. I was, for the first year, I was clunky, and I was, um, I was 
doing what I thought a phone-in radio show host should be doing. And I would go in, it was weekend, late nights, and I would go in, I would go through the papers, and I would come up with stories that I thought people would get angry about and would have opinions about, and I'd write down all these questions, and then I'd find a funny story and do this. And it was going all right, but my boss, a bloke called Scott, took me into the office one day and he said, listen, the show's going really well. I'm really enjoying it. Why don't you try something? And instead of going through the newspapers when you go in, just go in without having looked at the newspapers. This is amazing, right? He said, just go in without having looked at the newspapers. I said, well, what do I talk about? He said, talk about yourself. Talk about what you've done that day. Talk about what you did that weekend. Maybe you saw a film. Maybe you had an argument with someone. Maybe you saw someone wearing a ridiculous hat. Just talk about you. And I don't like being given advice and suggestions. So I sat there with my arms crossed thinking, well, this sounds like a load of old rubbish. Um, and I didn't do it for a couple of weeks. And then he called me in a couple of weeks. He said, you're, not, you're still doing the papers. Just try it once. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But just try it once. And Zach, I went in... One night, really grumpy, thinking this is a stupid idea. And I went in and I did this show. And it wasn't perfect by any stretch of the imagination. But it was as if um, the, the it was if I'd been seeing everything in black and white. And suddenly I could see everything in colour. I could see the potential of what radio could achieve. And what I could... Uh, express through the medium of radio and what I could receive from my listeners and my callers. And it was the single best... Scott Solder was his name. The single best piece of advice I have ever been given. And I've applied it to my TV work and I've applied it to my personal life. I went in and I just spoke about me. And I didn't get the balance right and it would go one way and it would go the other. But it's what I do now is I come in and I just talk generally about me. And I, I do it in a way that other people can identify with. So my two bits of advice... Um, listen to as much radio as you can from all around the world and all around Britain and all around your local area and um, go in one day without anything prepared and just see what comes out of your mouth. Yeah. Do you reckon you can do it? Yeah, I can do it. Because whenever I do a show, I always have a script. But I feel like with a script, you have it written down, so you have to say it. Yeah. And I feel like... Like, you want to say more, but because you only have the other script in front of you, you feel like you need to say exactly what's on that. Have a listen to Kath, because Kath has worked with people that use... I've I've seen the scripts that some of the people you've worked with have used. Big manuscripts, basically. Yeah, huge ones. And and I've worked with people who would read the script quite obviously, and other people who... And for those people, I would suggest producers, you give them bullet points instead of writing it out, make them think, make it sound more natural. But um, it's, it's infuriating... Maybe if you, if you feel like you want to try it, but you don't quite, you're not quite ready to plunge in without anything at all, take a few bullet points in for yourself just to remind yourself, you know, it may be at the best shows you go in with a plan and you come out with a show that is nothing like it because things just take off. But if it's a quiet one, it's quite nice to have maybe a f- four or five things written down that you can, you can remind yourself of and go, ah, hang on a minute, right, OK, so I'll talk about that for a bit. But definitely take, take the scripting out of it because you can talk. And here's, here's, here's the thing I've learned, right? And I, I, when, once I got this, I got this before I started doing radio, and once I got this on TV, everything became easier. 
none of this matters. It doesn't matter. What's the worst that could happen? What's the worst thing that could happen if you go in for and do an hour-long show without a script? What's the worst thing that could happen? Yeah, but really there isn't... No, there's yeah. nothing. No one's, no one's going to die. You might embarrass yourself. So what? That's, you've got to, I always say you've got to, you've got to fail to, um, to improve. You've yeah. got to embarrass yourself to, to get better. The most boring presenters are the ones that think they've got it sorted. Yeah. And they've never changed. Honestly, man, nothing can go... None of this matters. This show doesn't matter. Um, the, the TV show I, I'm doing tomorrow morning doesn't matter. It, and once you realise that, it's so freeing. Here's one of the best things that happened to me yep. when I was a, a junior presenter. I was given a really heavily formatted show to do. It was a drive-time show. I had to self-produce, so I'd, re- I'd done all the interviews beforehand. I'd set them up, you know, so I knew exactly what they were going to say, yep. and um, I'd scripted it. So I got in at, you know, 11 o'clock in the morning. I was ready by, four, you know, 4 o'clock. I knew exactly what the show was going to be, and it, it was boring. It was a... It was a, it was a you know, there's a lot of work in it, but it, people weren't going to ring up because it was so tightly formatted that there wasn't any room. One of the best things that ever happened was I got sent out on an outside broadcast and I had to give control of that show to the um, team. At, it was at Watford Football Ground. They said, don't you worry, we'll make sure you've got guest after guest. You'll be so busy, don't worry about it, right? So I turn up at this football ground. There's no one there. I had to do three hours completely on yeah. the fly. Oh, mate. And the first hour was awful. Isn't it? And the second hour was a bit better. Yeah. And by the end, I just thought, oh, sod it. When I'm going to go for it. When you've done three hours with nothing. Talking to yourself. Yeah. I've had the same thing. Right. Nothing so worse can happen school. to you than that. You're done. Yeah. In the school, there are speakers yeah. where, um, where you can hear. And I had a whole hour prepared. Literally spent three days on it. And it was going to be one of my best ever shows. And then the speakers weren't working on that day. Uh-oh. So I was like, ah. Yeah? <laughs> oh. You've got, you've got a very good um, world domination evil laugh going there. <laughs> I like that. Hey, yeah. Jack, listen, we've got to go, because, you know, I say none of this matters, but the adverts yeah, okay. matter, and I'm late for the adverts. Um, get, uh, uh, give that a go. Give us, give us a call in like a month or six weeks or something, and let us know how you get on. All right, cool. Cheers, mate. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Ta-ta. 03444991000. Martin, then Pablo. This is The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, her Catherine Boyle, only on Talk Radio. No rules nocturnal nattering for nightbirds, nurses and Nosferatu. <laughs> All right, cool. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Sound effect at the end of that. That was weird. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You can watch the show as well tonight, dear listener, on periscope.tv slash Ian Lee. Martin is on the line. Good evening, Martin. Hello, Ian, Ian, Ian. I saw you on TV hey! today. It's Martin, darling. Yeah, How are you, darling, my darling? You're gorgeous, aren't I? Sweet, but you are a handsome devil, are you? Yes, I am, yeah. Martin. Did I, I look sexy? You, I've got those teeth of yours. I mean, I bet you polish them what three times a day. Polish what? Sorry. Your teeth. My I mean, teeth. You've got some nice teeth there, man. I've got some. I've got some good old gnashes on me, hey, Martin. You're some devil. Hey, sweetheart. You know we're straight men, though. Yeah. Um, well, you, have you ever seen that video, Madonna with those cowboys? <laughs> eh? um, is that from the Truth or Dare film? The, the cowboys. It's a, a video for a song that she wrote. I mean, those dancing cowboys. I mean, they were studs, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. You know, although we're straight men. Yes. But, sweetheart, look, um... Yes, what? You know, so how are you feeling? Horny, how are you feeling? Oh, God. How am I feeling? I've been having a breakdown, as I told you. Hey, well, hang on a minute, we haven't spoken to you for months. 
Well, yeah, that's true. What's what's going on with you, buddy? Come on, talk to us, Martin. Well, talk just, to me. You know, it's just that I have problems, and you yeah. know, but um, yeah, and that's the way it is. What can I do to make you better? I don't know, sweetheart. Look, oh. I've got a few things to reel off. Um, Go you know, on, have you away. got your hands free? Yes. Right. Put one hand on top of the other with your fingers pointing opposite directions. Like that. Okay. Yes. And then turn the bottom hand out. What do you mean? Turn it. Uh, out of, from the from the station that it's in now. So it's facing away from me. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. And the other hand should follow automatically. It will. Uh, it, it, no. Do you, have you have you noticed that? No. Uh, right. You uh, put one hand on top of the other. Yeah. So right. So one. I've got. I've got. I've got, so I've got my left hand. hand. Let's go through this slowly. I've got my left hand, and it's facing. It's flat, and the palm is facing and it's down. Facing right. It's what? Oh. Your left hand is facing right. Oh, okay. Right. And then the, your right hand is facing left. Like I'm praying? Yeah. Yeah, OK, and right. And then you so... turn your left hand out, and the other one follows. You turn your left hand out, your left hand in. What I'm trying to say to you, if people say to you, pull your socks up, it's not, it's just, you know, you'll get over it. What? You can no longer control your hands no long, as soon as you can control depression, because a lot well, of people no. think it's a state of mind. I think... But what it is... You can control your... I think you can control your hands. I can control no, my hands. No, you can't. I've never... I've never... your left hand is controlling your right hand. Although there was that... Wasn't there that story in the um, paper about a man who um, had a hand transplant, and it was a hand of a murderer, and mm. it, it killed someone, and then when he went to go to the police to confess, it, it strangled himself. Do you remember that? I didn't know that, but yeah. I know that there was one where they put hands on him and they had to take the hands off because he was committing crimes. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. Had to take his hands off. They had to take his. They had to actually take his hands off because the hands were committing crimes. Yes. Uh, yeah, is that the same one? It well, well no, because this one was definitely murders. Mm. But it, it just proves that if you have a, a crook's hands put on you. It's anyone's, uh, any holes a go. No, But the thing's with that, if you put your left hand out and it turns you automatically, when you put when you put it the opposite, with the right hand on top and you do yeah. it, yeah. then you can control it, but your left hand controls your right side. But if you put, if you reverse it and yes. put the right oh, hand on yeah. top, yeah, I mean below, and then turn oh, it, I've then you it. can control your right hand, oh, but not yeah. the left. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, because a lot of people say, have said to me, just pull your socks up, you've no. got depression, you know. You've but got you, can't, you can't pull your socks up because your hands are the hands of a murderer. Yeah, that's true. I know. I never thought of that, sweetheart. You know, um, round our way, right, there's somebody posting information. Have you got a computer there? Um, yes, over there. Yes, I see it. Well, there's somebody posting comp- uh, information with the name Havika. If you put Havika in your computer, what do you get up Hang there? on. Because... How are you spelling Havika? H-O-V-I-K-A. Havika. Yeah. Um, Hovika, hang on a second. Oh, right, okay. There's a chain letter yeah. from t- September 2000. A woman mm-hmm. is looking for answers. Hang on a second. A woman is looking for answers after she received a mysterious letter. This is from the Huddersfield Examiner from 2010. Yeah. Kathleen Burt, 60, opened an envelope last month to find ten small pieces of paper, each with a strange symbol, the word Hovika, and several numbers. The Holmfirth woman said, I've no idea what it means. <laughs> I checked online, and there are a few explanations, including that it is supernatural. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so, 
Have you been? Re- have you received the Hovika letter? I have, yeah, and I've got no computer, so I don't know what what it's all about, really. But what does it? So what? What's in the letter then? It's just numbers and a symbol. I've um, not heard of this before, right? But I've just typed in Hovika, and then Hovika letters come up, and then there's a letter. Then there's an article from Sh- a Sheffield forum from 2007, yeah. saying the same thing, and mm. then there's. Another uh, abovetopsecret.com from 2007. Um, what the hell is the... Oh, 0344-499-1000, if Hovika um, is listening, maybe she could give us a call. Before I hang up, sweetheart, oh. you're, a, you're the man of the world. You've got, you, know, you know a lot of things. Oh, I've you know, been in many you know, places, yes. Have you ever seen those back scrubs that look like they look like um, shredded wheat, those back scrubs? Yes, things? I have. Yes, I have. What are they for? What do they do? Well, hang on a minute. <laughs> you mean a loofah? Uh, do you mean the ones that are on a wooden handle, or the the one, yeah, the long, the long sort of ones? Like a shredded wheat. Yeah, that's called a loofah. Uh, what does it do? What does it give? You? Does it make you feel massaged? I mean, what 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 are they like? I mean, what <laughs> you, what you, what did what was the what was the the either one hyphenated word or two? What did you just call it? A back scrub. Right. So so what do you think from that? Yeah. What do you think it might do? Well, you know, you can get those shower scrubs that make you feel exfoliated. Yes. Do these back scrubs, these Brillo, these, they're like shredded wheat. I mean, do they make you feel ex- exfoliated? My, su- I mean, my suggestion is you just get a ruler, get some mm-hmm. sellotape, get a shredded wheat, sellotape that on the ruler, and just, just just do that, and then you can eat it afterwards. Saves you a lot you, of money. You can, you can if you like the Egyptians who bathe in milk, I suppose, couldn't yeah, you? Yeah, you could do, couldn't you? Imagine yeah. that. Imagine the stink. The stench of those dirty milk bathers. Horrendous people. Thanks for calling, Martin. Well, it's been great talking to you because I don't really make small talk. I know. Thanks a lot, mate. Take care, darling. You take care, sweetheart. Bye-bye. One of my favourite, favourite callers there. Um, I love this this really laid-back attitude that Sam has got. We've had, had, um, I'm going to say, absolute chumps working on the show. And the, the way it works, I've got a screen here and Sam can type on the screen... Um, he types out times, and the out times are when I have to have to finish speaking, so that we go and play the adverts, and then we hit the news bang on eleven o'clock. And normally it's um, um, out fifty eight seven. You've got fifty eight minutes, ten fifty eight and seven seconds, or fifty seven forty six. So it's ten fifty seven. He's just written on the screen, break around fifty eight. Don't care, does he? They don't care. So he's got break around fifty eight. I mean that's. We've had people counting him down. Oh, God. Waving their arms about. Oh, please don't talk in my ear, guys. What is that about? You've been told not to talk in my ear and you still... Anyway, I'm glad you're back, Sam. Yeah, 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 yeah. Never leave. People looking at their phones. One guy, five times in the show, I had to very politely speak to him off air and say, could you, there's a phone call, could you, could you get the phone? So anyway, let's hope they're not listening. Well, or maybe let's hope they are listening and they learn. Um, Pablo, stay there, mate. You'll be the first call after the news. And then after that, the the switchboard is empty. It it is free. You are welcome to call in. Uh, The telephone number costs you pennies. If it costs you anything, we call you back 0344 499-1000 I'm Ian Lee and look it's about 10.58 The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio We have ways of making you talk
need now is a bit of Japanese scar. That's what we need, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, the mighty Tokyo Scar Orchestra, Paradise Orchestra. And I bought that because I've been to Japan for ages, and I'm kind of thinking, I'm kind of thinking, I'm kind of thinking, I'm kind of thinking, um, I'm kind of thinking maybe the boys are old enough to go this year. I'm kind of thinking. If not this year, then definitely next year. But I'm kind of thinking maybe this summer we take the boys to Japan for two years, uh, for two weeks. And uh, what I would do, they've still got uh, they've still got a Tower Records in uh, Japan. They certainly did a few years ago. The last one, I believe, standing. And I would just go in there. The first night in, in Tokyo, I would always go a few times, three times I've been there, going to the, the um, uh, Tower Records and just look around and just see where the vibe would take me and would go, that looks good. I'll take that. That looks... Oh, that looks good. I'll take that. And about 20% of this... And I'd, I'd spend like 150 200 quid on these CDs and about 25% of them were were awful about 50% of them were quite good and about another 25% of them were absolute treasures that's where i found box that's where i found the tokyo scar paradise just some great little nuggets in there anyway this is the late night alternative uh, on Talk Radio, my name is Ian Lee, at Ian Lee on Twitter. Uh, Catherine Boyle, at Flippin' Kath, no G in Flippin', uh, Kath with a K on Twitter. Um, it is a late-night phone-in show, unlike any other phone-in show um, in the world. And I, I say that kind of um, arrogantly, but also kind of disappointedly, because this is the show that I would like to listen to, and there's nowhere for me to listen to it. I'm not going to listen back to this rubbish, because the guy that presents it is a knob. But um, there's no show like this that I can listen to, so if anyone does find something that's that's like this, then please let me know. Um, we're on every weeknight, 10 o'clock uh, in the evening until 1 o'clock at night. Sometimes we have a lock-in and we go on a bit later. It won't be happening this week, and won't be happening next week, because... Um, I'm uh, getting up at five o'clock every morning uh, these next couple of weeks to go and be the showbiz reporter on Good Morning Britain. Um, this morning, I get to the hotel about... Well, I got to the hotel about quarter to two last night. And anyway, blah, 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 blah. Um, uh, And this morning, the alarm went off at five, and I, I silenced it. It was the alarm on my phone. I, silenced, I was laying in bed, thinking, why did I set an alarm... Day. There was. It must have been a re. Because sometimes I leave the alarms on. Uh, uh, you know, I forgot forget to deset them. Hmm? So sometimes an alarm will go off and there's no reason for it. And I was lying in bed and just drifting back to sleep, thinking, Why did I? Se- oh blimey! I've got to be on the telly. And I got up and and, and those um, what I thought were seconds of me drifting back off. Fifteen minutes are gone. Oh, that was a dangerous game. There was nearly no showbiz on on Good Morning Britain. Um, uh, 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 Charlotte and Ben would have had to have filled in, and I can't, I cannot allow them to do that. Um, I'm on tomorrow with Anthony Cotton from Coronation Street. Sweet. I'm looking forward to that. He's one of the contestants on um, Dancing on Ice, and so I'm going to do a little quiz about ice skating with him and the weather. I'm, I, I'm loving it. I'm having the time of my life there. And I, I get this dressing room. I get Richard Arnold's dressing room, which is full of pictures of Richard Arnold, which is a little bit weird. Um, and HB Source, I know. There's some HB Source. And I just sit there. I'm taking a book tomorrow because there was, there, was, there was a lot of people coming in. Can, can we, do you want to go through the script? I said, no. No, not really. Do you want to see the clips again? No, I said, no, I've seen, I've seen them. Are you okay? I said, yeah, yeah, no, I'm fine. They can't believe that someone... They're worried so... you're not more worried. Yeah, they're worried that I'm not more worried, and they're, they're also worried that I'm, I'm so low maintenance that, you know, maybe it's that thing... Um, I don't think... Shappy 
or Sandy. I must get on the show. Um, it was in the jungle with. I, I, they probably didn't show this. We had to do. Um, we had to talk about our worst jobs and our best jobs. And she told this brilliant story. I get her to tell it. I'll, I'll do like a shortened version. When she comes in, I get her to tell it. Of um, her worst job was she ended up work. She started working for some company. I can't remember what the company was. Maybe a printers or something. And she was given a, com- a desk and a computer. But it was either never never properly explained to her what her job was, or she kind of just missed it. So she would be sat at the computer, right, and every now and then someone would come and go, is everything all right, Shappy? She'd go, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, everything's good, right? And she would, she would fill her days by turning the computer off and turning the computer on to look busy, right? And after about a, a, a couple of weeks... They obviously got suspicious that she didn't. She did nothing. They obviously got suspicious that, she, that something wasn't quite right because the boss came over and said, "Shap, is everything all right?" Yeah, 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 it's fine. He's got past the stage where you can say, "I've got no idea what I'm doing." Here. Yeah, um, is everything all right? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. He said, "Because um, we're thinking maybe there's been a slight miscommunication about stuff." So, I, I, tell you what, can we look at? The stuff you've got got on your computer and what you've done, we've gone through it. She said, I'll tell you what, yes, you can. I'm having a few problems with the computer. Um, she turned it off. Right? So I'm a, few, <laughs> a few problems with the computer. Can I go and get someone from the tech department to come and have a look at it? And they went, yeah, yeah, of course. Give us a call when you've got it sorted. We'll come, just come and go through it. She went, OK, fine. And she got up and um, she um, took her bag, didn't take her coat, and um, she walked out of the side entrance and she walked away and she never went back to that job That's ever amazing. again. She left her coat in there. She never went back to that job. About two weeks she was in there. Just not, you know, after the first hour, you can't go, I'm really sorry, I don't know what I'm doing. You're there. Yeah. You know, I, she committed. I love, you'll love Shappy. You'll get on so well with her. She's a little bit scatty. She's a little bit dotty. She's really, really sharp, though. Really sharp. Really funny. I, I think she's a brilliant stand-up. She's, there's a lot going on in her head. You can tell that there's, you know, you know this, this air of scattiness, but inside, razor sharp. Um, you'll love her. I think she's brilliant. 0344 499 what, we'll take a quick break, then Pablo... And Oh, we've got Jim the Dancer. This is going to be a cracking 15 minutes or so of radio. This is uh, the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. A star-crossed soapbox for Sailor Boys, oh. Stable Girls... Oh, I'm on the end. ...and Stripper Grands. It depends who you with and it depends on the situation. Late Night Speech Radio with a difference. Thank you. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Jim the Dancer, stay there, I'll come to you in a minute. If you are unaware of Jim the Dancer, um, uh, you're in for a treat. Um, Go on YouTube while uh, I talk to Pablo. You can still listen. And just type in Jim the Dancer. Your mind is going to be blown, dear listener. Good evening, Pablo. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. Uh, If your phone's on speakerphone, I'm going to come round there and shove it in your face. Thank you. That was close. What, What were you thinking, dude? What were you thinking? I just had um, earphones in. You thought, thought you thought you could get away with a little bit of Bluetooth, a little bit of speak. You thought you could get. You thought this phone is so swish, he'll never know. I'm not holding it up to my ears like the 1990s. Well, I know. I always know. And there are sometimes I ask people, "Are you on speakerphone?" No, I know. I know. No, it's are. you on speakerphone. Oh, it's you on speakerphone. They say. 
No. <laughs> I know they are. I know it every I was, I was, single time. Oh, Joe home. Wicks. Joe oh. Wicks is so buff. Oh, Joe Wicks. Just check. Oh, uh, don't do that. I'm licking, I'm licking Joe Wicks's chest and I'm a copy of this. Oh, Joe Wicks. Oh, Joe Wicks, you're buff. Oh, you're so buff. Oh, I want your body. I not just want your body, I want it on my body, oh, Joe my gosh. Wicks. Oh, Joe Wicks. Let's go, go to see if there's pictures of him inside. Oh, Joe Wicks. Oh, you see the top of his pants over his jeans and he's wearing Calvin Klein's pants. Is he related to Simon Wicks? He's, he's the, it's all part of the Wixie clan. Uh-huh. Um, they always were heartthrobs, though, weren't they? The Pat Wicks, uh, David Wicks, Wixie Wicks and Joe Wicks. Oh, oh, imagine him, imagine him getting me fit. Mate, he's, he's fit. Uh, uh, he's, tell you what, that Joe Wicks and our fit, what, what do you mean, like an exercise? No! Moona's in... Sexy, sexy fit, and in exercise, he's um, he's what I call bi fit, um, double fit. He's double fit. He's bi fit. He's duo fit. He's fit uh, fit fit fit. He's uh, fit bit. Uh, although that is demeaning to bits, um, but he really is. Oh, and his mind though, his mind. Oh God, no! He's as thick as two short, <laughs> thick as two short plonks. That guy. It doesn't matter. Um, Pablo, Pablo, Pablo. Anyway, yes. yes, Pablo, Pablo. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad I, I picked this moment to call in. Yep. Um, no, it's just in regards to um, uh, vulnerable adults. Yes. Um, I, I personally work with uh, vulnerable adults. Um, Do you say, um, it's interesting. Interesting, you say adults because I say adults. And you just said adults. What? what do you say, Catherine? Adults. Well, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, do you say um, adults or do you say it correctly? Give us a call now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I, I, I don't know. Me, me always trying to speak uh, all uh, professionally and uh, correctly. Well, uh, well, I think I think adults is an Americanism. But then, then, then um, apparently garbage and sidewalk are Americanisms, and I've been saying that for the last thirty uh, thirty seconds of my life. Gosh. Jeez, Louise. What the heck, buddy? You want a piece of my ass? Um, uh, well, I can't think of uh, something in an American tone. No. You you, you, uh, you dream of a piece of my ass, you better wake up and apologise. What the heck? I'm going to give you a fistful of... Uh, uh, no, I'm going to give you a... F- <laughs> no. If you could have, you would have, but you shouldn't order. There we go. That's, um, of course, the song, the title of a song by Beverly Knight. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Didn't order. Didn't order do it, but I did. And I liked it. So let's do it again. Making love. Let's all make love. Oh, yeah, making love. So how much sleep did you get today? Oh, not enough sleep. Not enough sleep. Not enough not enough sleep. But tomorrow uh, I've got a whole day of um, lying in a hotel room trying to get to sleep and not get... I, I was watching daytime TV today. I saw some of Jeremy Kyle. And then I watched... Um, the Loose Women? No, I didn't watch The Loose Women. Well, that's... See, uh, when I say daytime TV, I mean morning TV. Oh, right, OK. Um, so I watched um, Homes Under the Hammer, but then all the homes were for 2014, so I thought, well, the prices are going to be completely to cock. Then I watched, um, what's it called, Australia or Bust with um, Nikki Chapman. I like Nikki Chapman a lot. I think she's, I think she's sexy, um, but beyond that, I think she's a really good presenter. And she's a really nice human being, because I've worked with her several times. She once asked me to... Um, she once asked me to do something with... Um, uh, she asked me to zip up her dress 
but it was right down low. It was, uh, and I could see her pants, and I said, I can't, I said, I can't do it. She went, sip it up. I said, I can't, I can't do it. I said, I can't. What was it down for? Um, what happens in the sky green room stays in the sky green room. I don't know. Front did... page news on the sun tomorrow. Exactly. So lovely, Nick. So I watched that programme, but it was, it was, it was rubbish, really. Um, and then I watched, and then I listened to the radio. That's what I did. I listened to the return of Julia Harley Brewer. Of course I didn't listen to that. <laughs> I listened to that. Oh, God, I couldn't listen to that toxic poison. No, 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 not at all. Pablo, let's get to the point of this call, mate, because you're really dragging it out, buddy. Come on. Um, yeah, no, just to say, obviously, um, uh, we're working with uh, adults with learning disabilities. Yes. Um, who um, would be classified as um, vulnerable adults and obviously include autistic people and uh, yes. people of all different disabilities. Yes. Um, obviously, you do get um, people you classify as, like, forensic Cases who are, who are essentially vulnerable adults who've made who committed crimes, one way or another. Um, Can we steer and, away from this? Yes. Oh yeah. Well, I was I was just going to say, just in general sense, it well, was just a case. That, well, that's not well, how it works. Okay. That's not how it works. All right. Okay. Let's yeah. leave it. I think. Yeah. Let's leave it because because things are going to happen, and I think you you know. So let's. But um, thanks very much indeed for calling. I wasn't really listening. What was he talking about? Don't matter. Let's go. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome um, absolute legend of the radio. He doesn't call us enough, but every time he calls, it's gold. It's Jim the Dancer. Hello, how are you doing? I'm right? very well, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Happy New Year to you. Oh, and... you're the only person I will let say that to me and not get told off because I like you. So I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to say it back to you. Oh, thanks, Jim. Happy New thanks. Year. Thanks very much. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, yeah what you got for us, Jim? What have you, you been up to? Uh, not a lot, really. Uh, just sort of, uh, I put in for the talent show again this year. For the what so, show? Um, the, the, what, the, the Britain's Got Talent? Yeah, I put in for it again this year. Yeah. To do some, some more of my friends' costumes. So, uh, I'm not sure exactly, uh, when I'll be on. Uh, hopefully I'll be on at some point. Okay. Well, well, so, um, we'll keep our fingers crossed. If that's what you want, fella, then uh, we'll keep yeah. our fingers crossed that, you know, you never know. You could, um, yeah. you could be, you could yet be a superstar. I could be, <laughs> if I'm not already one now. <laughs> well, in many, many ways you are. How many of them videos have you done? Uh, well, we we finished two years ago, all completed yeah. uh, 552 within it. six years. You're nuts. I mean, I mean that um, affectionately and also medically. You are nuts. <laughs> uh, if, any, no one, if you haven't seen them, dear listener, go on YouTube, type in Jim the Dancer, and um, he basically makes very extravagant props and costumes, um, sometimes not so extravagant, uh, from Bob Marley jamming where he smothers his body in jam, and films <laughs> little dance routines to them. And it, they, they really are a sight to behold. It's one of my favourite, favourite things, and um, I, I, I think we need more people like Jim in the world, because um, I think it's good stuff. So are you, you, last time we spoke, it was a while ago, and you were doing like comedy nights and, and things, weren't you? Yeah, I was doing uh, open mic nights in pubs and stuff you, like that. You still yeah. doing any of that? Uh, no, I don't. I don't do much of that now because there's not a lot of places to go to at no. the moment. So uh, I'm still trying to track some down. Okay. Well, if anyone knows any comedy venues or um, places that Jim yeah. can, can go and do it in London, let us know. What you got for us, Jim? 
not a lot, really. Oh. Just so I could wish you a merry new year. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. This is one thing I am very strict about. It's merry Christmas <laughs> and a happy, it's happy New Year's that we come Happy New Year. That's, that's it. it. Really, really, honestly, I'm not, I'm not having a go at you, Jim, but it really does. When people say happy yeah. Christmas, uh, oh, merry, no, it's not happy Christmas, mate. You have a merry <laughs> Christmas, you have a happy new year. We wish you a merry Christmas and a happy new year. Good tidings we bring to you and your kids. It's, 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 it's kin. I mean, I know it's correct, but some would say you're taking the joy out of what is just really a there's nice no, message. There's no joy. You don't mention joy. Oh. Good tidings we bring to you and your kin. It's kin. Not king. It's not king, it's kin. We wish you a merry Christmas and a happy new year. Now, here's, the, here's another thing that bugs me. What the hell is wrong with people? Why? Why? When? When did we all agree that we were going to drop the figgy pudding? When did we all agree? Oh, we don't do the figgy pudding verse in "We Wish You a Merry Christmas." So, sorry, did I? Hold on a minute. Stop the clock. Time out. Did I miss a meeting? What? Everyone got together and said, "Yeah, you know the figgy pudding verse." In we're just going to drop that. What? What? What are you talking about? I'll sing it. I'll sing it on my own if I have to. I will sing the figgy pudding verse totally. We all want some figgy pudding. We all want some figgy pudding. We all want some figgy pudding. So bring it out here. And then the next verse is... And we won't, won't go, go until, until we've, we've got, got some. some. And we won't go until we've got some. Maybe that's some. the problem. That's won't harassment. Go until we've got some. That's pudding-based harassment. Yes. Well, no, it's not. I it's, mean, there were different times. You can't judge them on the times of today. Since the abolition of the unions, yeah. uh, the whole figgy pudding movement really has uh, something that's... Uh, anyway, Jim, to the history books. Merry New Year. Oh, yeah. nearly swore, <laughs> nearly swore <laughs> then, Jim. Nearly, uh, Catherine, nearly, yeah, no, don't encourage that, Jim. I nearly swore then. <laughs> nearly told her to to go and get knotted. Are you still doing the variety shows of no, the night? No, no, we're not doing those anymore. We might we might do them oh. again, but we're not. We haven't we haven't done them. For, we didn't done them for a year, have we? Not ages, no. Um, so no, not doing them anymore. Oh, sorry, mate. Oh, we might That's do something. Right. We might do. We we'll see, we'll see how the because we're busy doing the the rabbit hole shows at the moment. Um, uh, so we might we might do. By the way, um, if, uh, rabbit hole fans, if you're coming to the show in Dublin, we got a special guest lined up. He, he said yes, yeah, we've got a special guest lined up at the, the rabbit hole in Dublin, which is sold out. By the way, so oh. yeah, so there you go. Um, we might, you know, I, I'm, I've got a few ideas of um, Jim yeah. of, of like events I might put on and stuff. Like I'm, I'm thinking of starting a film yeah, sure. club and stuff. So, but, so never say never. Yeah. Yeah, OK. If you find anything, you know, going on anywhere, I'll, I'll come down and have a... Have right. a you know, nice one, Jim. We'll, we'll, have, we'll have a little thing and see what we can come up with. Nice one, mate. Thanks for calling. Yes, yeah, sure. OK. Ta-ta. Bye bye um, Let's go to G. Evening, G. What's your favourite thing about Earth? Um, I like it when it gets wet. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that answer, but I do too. I like the rain too. Sorry, I've watched the space between us tonight because of you um you watch what what the space between us i don't know what that is don't know what that is what is that it's a movie on where did i watch it did i watch it on netflix i don't got no idea what what happened who's in it you you talked about it has it got kate blanche in it is bob dylan that's the only film i can remember at the moment (laughs) seriously i'm watching a film with where where bob dylan is played by um, heath ledger um the batman and um kate blanchett and a small, Which movie and a, is that? And a small black lad. Well, the small black lad's playing Woody Guthrie. Um, it's called I'm Not There. It's good. It's a good film. What, what 
format is that on? Is that on Netflix? Is that on... It's on... You threw it, me now, Ian. No, I've not thrown it. I've not thrown anyone. It's a film called I'm Not There. It's um, about Bob Dylan. There are six people playing Bob Dylan. Include Richard Gere plays Bob Dylan as well. But Kate Blanchett uh, is my favourite Bob Dylan. Well, there are six Bob Dylans? Yeah. Is this flat earth gone crazy? No, there's six Bob Dylans in the film. They don't... I don't think they meet. Oh, I'll tell you who's Bob Dylan as well. Um... <laughs> Is Bob Dylan in it? No, no, oh. no. Charlotte Gainsbourg is Bob Dylan. Oh. I think she's Bob Dylan. It's hard to tell, really. It's, it's a strange film, but I'm enjoying it. I'm halfway through it. I've, I've hooked up my place, my PS, uh, PS2 to the hotel TV, uh, so I've got a little entertainment system going on there, and I'm watching DVD movies. Well, you, uh, you want to watch the DVD? You want to watch the hotel movies? you got to pay for it? No, i got my own DVD movies. £9.99. £9.99, just for... Anyway... <laughs> So, um, what, what? Can I, can I just say one thing? Oh, Jesus. Scally is a hacker. Right, okay, well, that was, that was clever. I hope you got some pleasure out of saying that. So, what is, what is this, this film called? What is the, what, who's in this film? It's, it's the space between us. You, you were talking about saying, it a while the, ago. You keep saying it's the title, the... it means nothing to me. I've forgotten it, obviously. Yeah, I, I, I've I'm... forgotten it, obviously, so fill in some blanks. That. I can't remember who's in it, right. because I've just watched it, and my emotions are about... 15 feet above my head right now. Right. It's about the woman that goes to Mars, has a baby in Mars, on Mars, sorry, not in Mars, on Mars, and then the dude, when he's 16, comes back to Earth, finds his, the love of his life, finds everything brilliant about Earth, and then has to go back to Mars, and then... What the hell are you talking about? This is this is no this is no film. What's he talking about? I've, I've, no, dude, seriously, you I, mentioned it. No, I didn't. The space between us. I did not. Uh, it's I, your fault. I watched it. Because I you mentioned it. You're, you're, it's, your, it's your fault. I'm going to get done for uh, ABH in a minute. It is. <laughs> uh, I would remember a plot like that. No, seriously. I would yeah. remember that plot. No, Ian, you mentioned it. A woman has a baby on Mars. For reason, my wife and I just sat and watched it, got all emotional about it, sat there and cried about it. You must be listening and to Nick Grimshaw. I'm ringing you right now. That sounds like a Grimmy film. That's, that sounds like a Grimmy film or a Millsy film. That's not a Lily film. No, it's definitely a Lily film. No, mate, you honestly, gee, I'm gonna, I'm gonna suggest that you um, take six months off calling me. What's this? So I would remember a film like that. A woman goes to Mars and has a baby. I don't remember that. Space between us. I don't remember. That was good. No, I don't remember that at all. Um, 0344 499 1000. Next call is going to be Andrew, but we'll come to him after these messages. The late night lip service for lovers, loners, and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Oh, I've forgotten your name already, excuse me. On Talk Radio. I'm just Googling. This film, The Space Between Us. No, I've never seen this. I've ne- I have never seen this film. It, it's, the genre is romance, so I'm not averse to that. In, the, in this interplanetary adventure, a space sh- shuttle embarks on its first mission to colonise Mars, only to discover after takeoff that one of the astronauts is pregnant. I'm guessing it's a lady astronaut. Shortly after landing, she dies from complications while giving birth to the first human born. On the red planet, never revealing who the father is. Romantic. Thus begins the extraordinary life of Gardner Elliot, an inquisitive, highly intelligent boy who reaches the age of 16, only having met 14 people in his conventional upbringing. Um, uh, I, I've never... 
I've never seen that film in my life. What was he what talking about? What were you doing, recommending it then? Well, I don't know. That's weird, isn't it? Maybe there's um, like a fake Ian Lee. Honestly, I've never seen that film. It's not me doing a piece. Honestly, I've never, ever seen that film. That, that means nothing to me whatsoever. You've seen Buttery Clive's written you some fan fiction. Oh, jeez. Has he, has he sent it in? I've got it here. Um, do you want to hear it? Oh, go on, then. Shall I do it in his voice? No. Ian Lee's winked at Clive as he opened another tin of chicken and pogged it on his plate. Clive knew the butter going bad on the windowsill would soon be smeared all over the bronze, jungle-tanned body of Britain's top radio presenter. Oh, God. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Buttery. Uh, let's go to Andrew. Good evening, Andrew. Uh, evening, Ian. How are you, mate? All right? I'm all right, thank you. I'm confused as to who's giving out false... I'll be honest, crappy film recommendations uh, using my name. God knows, mate. God but, knows. But when I find them, they're dead. As long as they're not giving out the um, usual double thumbs up marking method. Yeah, I'm going to get on with it. Anyway, what you got, Andrew? A couple of good ska bands for you first, mate. OK, because I, I like the sound of ska, but I, I, I can't be bothered to do the research to find the good bands. Dread Zone. Dread Zone? And the Cracked Actors. The, the what? The Crap Actors? No, the Cracked Actors. The Crap? Cracked. C-R-A-C-K-E-D. Cracked Actors. actors. Right, OK. I'm going to... Right, give me... OK, we're going to find the Cracked Actors. They are super cool, mate. Super well, cool. OK, you say that. Um, how about... There's a song called T. If I play that, will that be good? Really good. But let me just tell no, you... No, 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 no. You don't get that privilege, buddy. <laughs> You don't get that privilege. If it's rubbish, as well. here we go. This is. I don't like to be you cheek. This is it. This is the cracked actors' like tea. Listen. Hang on. Hang on. Let's just jump forward a bit. <laughs> no. 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 This is like this is like No, 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 no. <laughs> Listen, I'm sure they're excellent, but that's not really that I like felt a little the, bit flaccid to me. Yeah, it's pedestrian. I I like scar that is this is hang on, I'm gonna give you the BPMs. Um that's the tempo one. Bam, 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 yeah. bam, bam. That's the slowest I'll take my scar. With the horns going... And so if anyone knows any scar that's at that tempo, um, and I, I'm aware that's like walking into an art shop going, mm, I'm after some art. You got anything about this big, please? It's the same kind of thing. But if, if anyone knows any scar that is that tempo, I believe that was we were. I believe we were pushing 190 BPM there. Um, then please give me a quick story. Please do, mate. Job right. This was the, the terrible part of the job. Yes. At a leisure centre. Yes. And this old man came to me and my mate. We were stood on the side of the pool, obviously saving people who were drowning. Hang on a minute. How many people did you actually save? Loads. Loads. Sh- shut up. How loads. many? How many per day? Oh, 
per day. It was when it got busy, school time and holidays. Is there like anything there. more intimidating? Even now, it makes me, um, it chills me to the bone. Blowing whistle yeah. a nightmare. OK. Being anyway, in the... So please shut up. No, hang on. Can, can he hear me? I'm talking. Being Sorry. in the swimming pool and one of the lifeguards, who are all children, right? yeah. they're all kids, yeah. doing the... Yeah, and, yeah. And, oh, yeah. No, it's, uh, no, 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 doing that, that's the most intimidating thing. But I've never seen a lifeguard actually saving lives. No, I don't no. think they can. <laughs> I don't think they can. Anyway, we saved a few lives. This you... old man came up to us. He said, please, please, can you come in the toilet? He said, come in the toilet. He said... Someone drowning in there. <laughs> so I went in the toilet. Yes. And somebody had done something in the toilet unnatural. It was unnatural. It was that big. It was that is not. That is not. I did one of those the other day. I had to um, so we got a hose break it with pipe. the thing. Hang on, it. That is not live. I did. I had to, it wouldn't go. Uh, five flushes. No, no, no. It's bigger than that, mate. No, you, you have not seen this. But right, you, that is not lifeguard. I did. I had to break it. Up. I don't want to hear. It, it, it did. That. that is not lifeguard. Well, you know, I you know I broke a toilet in Greece once. Oh Jesus! I know you broke a dressing room toilet as well, didn't you? I oh, know I didn't break that dressing room toilet. That was faulty. You that had was to faulty plumbing. It, the, the, no, the sewage was coming. You had to up. unblock it with your fist, didn't you? Oh, I've done. Yeah, I don't oh. have problems with that. Of course, I've got this. I've done that. I've not done that. If, listen, if the toilet's fl- blocked. Don't bother getting it. Don't bother. Get, just put your hand down there. Have a little wiggle around it. All Tell you what. Since I've point. met you, I've done it as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah. What's, what's, what's that? You, you not that wa- you blocked my toilet. You've got just... to wash your hand, aren't you? You've got to wash your <laughs> hand and your arm. Anyway, Andrew, just give us the dark side of uh, uh, Fifty Shades Very of dark. Brown. Yeah. <laughs> There yeah, we go. it was horrific. We yes. hit it with a hose pipe, it bounced off. Wowzers. What? We threw two brooms at it, it <laughs> bounced off. Yes. The only thing we managed to kill it with in the end and get it down eventually yes. was two table tennis bats that we, we managed to, like, scoop it. Oh, my God. And it was from one human being. It was frightening, Ian. And that was the worst part of the job. We had, we were co- we had white suits on breathing stuff everything, and we still couldn't get rid of it. Anyway. But, uh, oh, when the log's in the pool, some... Don't worry, that was... <laughs> I've had my youngest throw up in the pool, yeah, but it wasn't well. in, it wasn't enough for me. There was a bit... Just wafted it. Yeah, it. I started to splash... No-one saw it, so I splashed it around a bit, and it dissipated. My youngest got the pool evacuated. Yeah, I didn't want to evacuate the pool for that. It didn't seem worth it. That chlorine would... Rub it in. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, I can't be bothered with that. Um, well, we find ourselves, dear listener, for the first time this evening without any phone calls. And what has happened uh, that I knew would happen is, after the initial buzz of me coming back from, from doing that silly TV programme, where we got loads and loads of phone calls, that, that's kind of died down now. We're still getting more phone calls than we got before I went in. Um, and I'm guessing that um, some of the kids are back at school now. Your kids are back yeah. at school, aren't they? Um, so we are... Uh, so we haven't got any phone calls for the first time since I came back from Australia, I think. So now would be an excellent time to give us a call. 0344 499 1000. When we come back, we're going to be talking about bellends. <laughs> what? After hours amusement for anarchists, air hostesses and jet lag antipodeans. Good night, covers. Can I crash on your floor? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're more than welcome to. 
um, change the name of our street. It's too rude, say residents. It may have prompted a few childish titters as people walk by. This is in all the big stories, in all the papers. But those living on Bell End say the name of their street is no laughing matter and they want it changed. They claim the unfortunate label of the road in Rowley Regis, West Midlands, has depressed house prices by as much as £60,000 and has even led to the children who live there being bullied at school. Some are so fed up they have launched a petition on the council to rename it, which states, as you may be aware, the term Bell End can be seen and used as a rude and or an offensive word. The petition complains families living along the road have become a laughing stock on social media and, well, now national media, and adds it can affect people. It's time for a change. The Black Country Street can regularly be found on lists of rude place names and tourists have even travelled to the area just to pose for pictures with the sign. One resident, Mary Flaps... No, shut up! said it was all very funny until I heard a few of the children on the street were being bullied at school. It's not their fault where they live. I can't believe we're laughing at children being bullied. I mean, that's that's how low we've sunk. That's how low this act has sunk. I'm not laughing at that. I'm still laughing about Mary Flaps. OK. Um, it's not their fault where they live. I think the road name should be changed to something less silly. Like... <laughs> Cockwalk. It does concern me that house prices are being undermined as well. I can understand the name might put some people off. So far, the petition has been signed by 29 people. But independent councillor Fanny Hole, who represents the Rowley Ward on Soundwell Council, has pledged to investigate. What's to investigate? She said, I'm going to look into this bell end. <laughs> and if some people find the name offensive and children are being teased about where they live, then there is obviously an issue. She said, I will be consulting with residents, speaking to the cabinet member in question to see if anything could be done. However... Is that the most important member? <laughs> however, Labour councillor Dick Wadd, <laughs> who also represents the Rowley Ward, opposes the name change. Really? He said, I was born here and lived here for 40 years and it doesn't bother me. You get the odd giggle on the phone. It is quite amusing, really. Um... <laughs> According to Roland Burroughs, a curator at the Christian Heritage Centre located on the street, the road is named after a former coal mine nearby. I think it's a great name, he said. I've never thought of any rude connotations at all. Isn't Fibbin a sin? <laughs> and Stephen Young... <clears throat> 
of Minge Lane in Worcester. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! Also voted one of the rudest sounding streets. <laughs> said the petition to change the road name was a bit silly. What? The 72 year old, just a reminder, he lives in Minge Lane, <laughs> said there's been no plan to change the name of our road. We had a, we've had a problem with people nicking the sign, but nobody is that fussed about the name. There are no plans to start a petition. People are happy to live in Minge Lane. <laughs> just sent me this. Someone's just sent me this. Go on. There's a, there's a pedestrian underpass in Castleford. Yep. <laughs> Called... Called... <laughs> Called Tickle Cock Bridge. <laughs> Called what? What is it called? What's it called? Tickle. T- what? Tickle Cock Bridge. Tickle Cock Bridge. Okay. Well, they've got we've got ten, ten rude place names here in no particular order: Bell End, Minge Lane. <laughs> Slag Lane. Oh, yeah, I know someone who lives on Slag Lane. I bet you do. <laughs> Lee. Fanny Hands Lane. Yep. Crotch Crescent. <laughs> the Knob. Whoa! I know someone who lives on The Knob, but that's just their lifestyle choice. <laughs> Co- uh, cock Lane. Yeah. Here come the cocks, guys, all right? Cock Lane. Yes. Cocker Dobby. <laughs> cock Shoot Close. Whoa. And Cumming Street. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, Sally reckons there's a butthole lane in Shepshed. <laughs> <laughs> Still, tickle Cockbridge. <laughs> In 2014, Bell End, which has an average property value of £125,000, came first in a list of the top rude-sounding place names. A study found semi-detached homes on the street sell for 60 grand, 60 grand less than a similar property on nearby Tickle My Balls Road. <laughs> Hang on a minute. It, it, surely, I, I've got this right the wrong way. I would pay £60,000 more to, to live, live Bell on End. Bellend. <laughs> Just the, the, the joy of... The joy It'd of... confusing, though, the post, wouldn't it? Why? Well, your name and then where you live. It'd just be <laughs> Bellend. But, Bellend. Just, but just... Oh, for goodness sakes, that's, <laughs> that's actually offence. That's, that's, bu- that's sexual bullying in the workplace. Um... But oh, but just dear. imagine you're on the phone to to like the bank. Can we just confirm? Should we check check your address? Yeah, I live at sixty nine Bell End. And I would oh. want that. I would want house number sixty nine. <laughs> pay over the I pay over the odds for that. Um, let's go to Carl. Good evening, Carl. Hi, Ian. Hey, Carl. What you got for us, man? Oh. Yeah, just a couple of things. One, I think you did really well with that young lad about uh, asking about radio presenting. That you took the time to speak to him and give him the advice you did. Yeah, well, you know, happy to spread the word. Also, you were saying about uh, numbers dropping off from people that listen to you from when you're in the jungle. Well, but, uh, I... callers, 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 callers. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm a, I'm a first-time caller, oh. and I only started listening to you after watching the jungle. Oh, nice one. Thank you. 
And added on to that as well, you were saying about uh, radio shows like yours. Yeah. Stop me if you don't want me to mention this, but I used to listen to a guy on Radio Manchester, same same time slot as you, Alan Bezik. Um, is he still... Now, bit, what happened to Alan he's still Bezik? Going, he's still going. Yeah. He's on uh, Radio Manchester, same time slot as you. Oh, no, I t- wasn't what? he up for an award that we were up for? Wasn't that Alan Bezik up for an award? Yeah. And then we... Because we tried to listen to his show... And um, the, the night that we tried to listen to it... He wasn't in, was he? He wasn't in, and it was um, Alan... I think we met... Uh, Alan Bezik, Alan, Alan Bezik, Alan Bezik, let's have a listen. <laughs> um, uh, I, I don't know, I can't listen to him live. There we go, there we go, there we go. No, Hang on. he's he, on the... He's on he now. He's on the iPlayer. He's, he's, on, yeah, he's on the same time slot as you. I know, it's Gary, Cool. There we go. Hang on a minute. We're going to listen. We'll have a little listen. There we go. Let's, let's have a little listen to him. He's on now. Oh, you great. Need to, you need to sign in. Everywhere you've got to sign in now. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. What, what are you doing? Are you committing a robbery? No, I'm at work. Jesus. I'm a lorry driver. I've just opened the back door. Hang on a minute. Right. <laughs> no, don't <dead>. stop that. <laughs> Sorry. I've got, I've, I've got Flash on this computer. Why? Hang on a minute. Try to do it on Firefox. Hang on. Hang on. It's great hearing Katie Boyle back on the radio as well. No, oh, I'll let Catherine deal with that. <laughs> I'll let us fight in talk. No oh, plan. Hang on. Alan Bezik. Alan Bezik. Right. right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join right. as you can. Pick up your phone and have your say. But constitutional right. I... Not need to, not need I... to order from me. What? Sharif, Shafiq, Shafiq. Yes? I found a small quote from the... This is a non-Muslim Arabs are entitled to okay. practice their own faith without any restrictions. In short, the Charter of Medina was the first document in history to establish religious freedom we, as a Bear in mind, Carl, we just did ten minutes about right. bell-ends. Say what they said <laughs> right. what are you still saying that this guy is similar to us? No, 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 I didn't say he's similar to you. I did say I was listening to him. But no. now I'm listening to no, you. No, 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 you, no, hang on a minute, I don't want to fall out with you. <laughs> but you said that, that I mentioned shows that were similar to mine. No, it's, it is a similar format in oh, okay. that the callers can call up about and anything. about what they all want. Right, all right, yeah. let's have a listen, hang on a minute. The Daily Mail. Happiness dependent on the number of likes they get reveals a major study. Children as young as 10 are becoming dependent on social media. Uh, OK, well, I'm glad, I'm glad you've made the switch. I think you've made a very wise <laughs> and informed choice, Carl, and we are welcome. We, we welcome you to this silly little club um, and uh, hopefully you, you, will, uh, you will enrich it with more of your phone calls um, throughout 2018. That. I shall carry on listening nice and one, try and get some sleep, mate. Oh, God, <laughs> don't. Carl, listen, nice to talk to you, fella. Thanks for calling in, mate. Cheers, Ian. Cheers, ta-ta, ta-ta. Um, uh, it's, I tell you what has been nice is the number of... You've been sent another rude one. Yeah, I've been sent so many. Oh, God. I don't know why they think this is my department. Well, uh, they, uh, you, we, you, you've got the skills to pull it off. Um, <laughs> God. Um, the number of... New the number of people who've, who've literally just started listening in the last two or three weeks and have phoned in. Yeah. Because normally, most, most people that listen to a radio show don't phone in. You, you don't phone in. You, it's, it's something like 0.1%, probably even smaller than that, of the listeners uh, phone in. So yeah. we've had so many people, brave... So, and it's, you've got to be a little bit nuts to phone up a radio show. Yeah, but most of them don't sound it, do no, they? No, no, they don't sound it. 
Well, don't sound it. You wait until you meet them. But um, the number of brave souls that have picked up their telephones to um, to, to to join in is is um, uh, an absolute joy. Um, someone who sent me an email saying that I was becoming a bit pompous is Wasim. Wasim joins us now. Good evening, Wasim. I'll put up with this low-quality audio for so long, and then he hung up. And that's it. And that's it. And Wasim wonders why I, I didn't take his call earlier on in the show. You know, here comes another passive-aggressive email, guys. Evening, Robin. Hi, Ian. Hi, Cash. Hi. Um, I want to talk about the online trolls. Um, I have been, I think I have been followed and attacked by someone on Twitter for quite some time. I'm really rather worried and annoyed by this. Can you give me some advice? Um, online troll? What are they, what are they doing to you, Robin? Basically, uh, I, I can I can I, I can just make, be sure that this is only one person doing the same same thing, and he just um, oh. create some uh, accounts on Twitter yeah. uh, with some of my photos, oh. um, and sending rubbish messages, and and then they just send it to me or at me. Um, it, it, what and, and these what just messages being rude about you. Not only me, but also by, by my country. Um, I, I can't understand that many people don't really like my country. What, so, what is what is your it, country? I'm f- I'm from China. Oh, it's a great country, China. Love China. Beautiful country. Thank you. Um, and um, so what? So they're sending you racist racist stuff, saying China's crap and your crap and that kind of kind of thing, being rude about your country. I think, yeah, I think they mainly criticize my country's. Uh, human rights or well, freedom or something. Um, well, um, that's okay, isn't it? To critic, to be critical of. I, I, I wouldn't necessarily consider someone questioning China's human rights. Yeah, but Robin thing. isn't a spokesman for China. Getting well, we that all the time. We don't. We don't know that. Maybe that is actually. Wouldn't that be funny if that was actually Robin's job? Robin, you're not a spokesman for China, are you? No, no, I'm no. just a college student. Oh, in that case, then. Um, block them. So, yeah, bl- block them, block them, block them, block them. Uh, does it upset you, Robin? I think a little bit, because yeah. uh, since last August, he just used different accounts. I think about yeah. seven or eight accounts continuing to do this. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it's really frustrating when I was um, trying to talk to some other uh, radio presenters. Cause I really love to listen to radios. Yeah. I will just... Uh, uh, interact, do some interactions with some, yeah. and this guy will just follow my step and send some other uh, 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 rubbish messages to these uh, radio presenters, telling them this right. guy is a right. is a freak. Right, he's, he's someone shouldn't be uh, oh. trusted, and you shouldn't talk to him. Right, okay. Because I was going to say mute them, but that's actually that's that's really annoying. Do you interact with this person then, Robin? Do you kind of reply or say anything? I I, I mean he. He was literally uh, also a listener of some of my um, career radio presenters. Yeah. Which means, uh, in a very early stage, we talk to each other in a friendly way. But I don't know what happened. He just turned very, very angry about my country. Robin, and Robin. Then started to attack me. Robin, stay there, because I've got to go to the break. Uh, uh, um, can you come back after the news? 
Of course. Beautiful. Be Stay here. there, Robin. Let's sort that. What are the mean people out there? We'll sort this out. Uh, this is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. going on there what do we think's going on there just bear with me I, I, I do you know what I dropped this computer the other day I wonder if it's hang on we lost the moment there we lost the moment it's not a music station 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call you're um, uh, more than welcome to we were speaking to Robin uh, Robin is Chinese and has um, been getting a bit of Bit of the old racial abuse on uh, Twitter. Uh, so, how, so um, why do you think they've picked on you, Robin? I think probably I'm really uh, keen um just uh, having interactions with other radio presenters. I really love to listen to UK radio, so yeah. I do use Twitter a lot, but not many Chinese people. They don't really like to listen to English radio stations. No. So, yeah, I think it probably makes me a little bit different. And it's really hard for to find a Chinese on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, I'm going to ask a really dumb question that might seem a little bit racist. So if it does, apologise. Um, you, you're you're allowed to use Twitter in China, then, are you? Because I, I, for some reason, thought that it wasn't allowed. Um, there is no uh, legal laws that uh, restrict you. Uh, I mean, I mean, ban you from the Twitter. But usually, you don't really have the normal access to Twitter. You have to use some special days, special ways. Oh, do you use um, what I believe is called a VPN? Yes, it is. Oh, okay. It is. So, so Twitter is kind of it's not. Well, it's not illegal. They sort the government sort of block it. I don't think it's not legal, but I think um, 
how to say, but just it is not uh, it is not told like uh, illegal things, but it's not really uh, easily for people to understand. I mean, so that's such like um, Instagram or Facebook. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, well, I, I'm really sorry that that's that's happening, and like this person's obviously an idiot and needs to get a life but that doesn't solve anything does it i have no advice my best advice do you do you engage with this person robin do you talk try and communicate with this person um early on we we were all uh, all the those listeners of uh, radio presenter so yeah. we have some interactions but since he just turned to me i have never talked to him and I block him but he can just create lots of different yeah. accounts to see my tweets and um, follow my steps. I would I would I would mute would be my suggestion. Mute. Um that way that person doesn't know they're blocked and they they're just shouting into the into the um void uh, uh, then. It's um here's the thing about Twitter. I think Twitter is primarily I don't think it's very nice and I don't think it's very good. There are of course exceptions and Twitter can do some amazing, amazing things. And I have made friends through Twitter. You know, people like Matt Haig and, and other people. I've made good friends through Twitter. So there can be some good from it. But I, 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 from my own personal experience, Twitter, 60% bad, 40% good. And it sounds like you've found, you know, you've got your own person who thinks it's funny to have a pop at someone because they're in a different country. Well, uh, I can say that for me, I think Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, um, they're all a very good platform for, for us, especially we are college students study in English. And uh, But I think it is really hard to tell whether it is right or wrong for uh, my country to block this uh, website. Um, I think probably people will just say it is the uh, freedom of speech, but actually many people who don't really have that kind of uh, ability to tell the uh, true or uh, false or something that really easily to be just, um, fired or lit up by uh, this kind of racist, uh, racial tweet. Yeah. So I think perhaps uh, we can can just make this prediction in the, in the next few years yeah. we can see more Chinese people on Twitter or on Facebook and they can just tell uh, all the world what is the real uh, China, real Chinese life could be and to, to just reduce these kind of discriminations or misunderstandings. And that is the thing I really want to say. I want to see. Um, well, listen, if you ever tweet me and that person gets involved, let me know and um, I'll sort them out for you, Robin. Thank you, Ian. I will sort, you, uh, sort them out. Uh, nice to talk to you, man. Thanks for calling. Thank you, Ian. I'm listening to you every weekday. Good, as you should do. And you've made, you have made the correct choice, Robin, so well done for that. High fives all round. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Take care. Ta-ta. There we go. What a nice person. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. If you want to um, give us a call, you'll be more than welcome to. OK, here comes the chocolate supplies. There's the, there's the moise boy. Here's the Mars bar. Um, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to um, give us a call. Um, oh, there's a weird story in the papers today. Oh, by the way, I'm, I'm stuck in this hotel room. Right? We're stuck in it. It's a very nice hotel. It's a, it's a swanky hotel. They've put the, the, the ITV, because I'm doing this, this um, showbiz uh, reporting for them. 
Um, they they are putting me up in a hotel, which is wonderful. So it's literally 30 seconds away from here. So I wander down there and I'll, I'll get my clothes ready for tomorrow. We'll lie down and a few hours later I will get up and I'll walk to ITV. And it's a nice hotel. And tomorrow, I've been busy every day, um, but tomorrow I'm free. I'm free all day. right? But I don't plan to leave the hotel room. I'm going to I'm gonna get up, do the GMTV, go back, have some breakfast, get in bed, and stay in bed all day. Right. But what is there to do? Um, sorry? Nothing. In a hotel room. Oh, Kath, why have you got to resort to that? I haven't that? said anything. No, I know, but your face and your demeanour... Um, I tell you what I, I, I watched online today. I was trying to find something decent and funny to watch, and mm. I watched the... Um, I started watching the new Curb Your Enthusiasm. Not funny. Not funny. What a shame. It was like Curb Your Enthusiasm by numbers. It was really disappointing. So then I found a thing that I think it's quite old. It's Limmy's um, Christmas Short. And it's like a nine-minute Limmy episode for Sky about Christmas. And it's... I mean, it's dark, man. It's like... It's it's about spending Christmas on, on your own. He goes, I've got a few tips. I've got ten tips to make Christmas on your own better. And the first one is number one. Um, have a wink, and he says that's not that's not my normal type of humour, but I'm just saying it's thing. Number two, have another wink, <laughs> and the the, t- the ten. It really, I was in I was in um, Cafe Nero, and I was just in hysterics, um, and um, all ten are just variations on on having a wink. Very funny. Um, have have. So no, any no, tips for what Ian can do number, all day? Number eight. Number eight was um, have a no. Have a wink with a strobe light. He said because if you get the frequency of the strobe right, it will look like you're not moving. <laughs> Gosh. So childish. Um, so, if any tips of what I can do in a hotel room, I've got, I've got my, I've brought, I've got my PlayStation. I've not, I've not played any games on my PlayStation yet. I've just used it to um, watch Kate uh, Blanchett as Bob Dylan, and um, just, just, you know, just do stuff. So, but I might, I might go on my PlayStation. I might, I might play uh, COD online if anyone wants to join me, Mister Underscore Ian Underscore Lee. If you want to join me on on. Uh, PlayStation, PlayStation. Uh, Can I make a suggestion? Shooting the Nazis. Sleep. Shooting. Stop messing about. And go to sleep. Sorry. I mean, hey, here's the thing. I tried to go to sleep today, and I, I, I went to bed right about nine o'clock after I had some breakfast, mm. and I couldn't sleep, and I couldn't sleep, and I couldn't sleep, and then I fell asleep, and then I woke up. I was like, oh, flip it. Must be about one o'clock. It's twenty past nine. <gasps> I said, what? What happened? So I had another sleep, another tried to sleep. Suddenly it was ten o'clock, and I thought, oh, I'm going to get up. Can't, you can't just you can't just go to sleep. Oh, I can. Uh, I can go to sleep anywhere. Actually, tomorrow I can take um, one of me. I've not because I'm only getting three hours sleep. I've not been taking my night time, my metazapine, which knocks me out. Because if I take a metazapine, I ain't getting up until t- tomorrow lunchtime. So I've not. So I'm, I'm going to take one of those when I get back from the uh, Good Morning Britain television series, and I'm going to take one of those, and I'll be out. I'll be Sparko for the day. A chef who boasted online how she spiked a vegan's meal 
has been forced to call police after receiving death threats. Laura Goodman had spent hours preparing meat, fish, dairy and egg-free dishes for a party visiting her Italian restaurant. But she was... Um, but she was disappointed when one of the group ignored her efforts and ordered a pizza topped with mozzarella, which is not vegan-friendly, off the normal... Where does... What does mozzarella come from? Bulls. Buffalo. Buffalo bulls. Mm-hmm. Bulls. No. A buffalo is a bull, isn't it? No. Buffalo is a kind of cattle. Oh, buffalo mozzarella. Oh, that makes so much sense now. I just thought that was... I didn't connect it with the animal. I didn't, I didn't connect it with the animal. But in the same way that you wouldn't connect a shiitake mushroom with a shit. <laughs> Venting her frustration on Facebook, Miss Goodman wrote, spiked a vegan a few hours ago. Oh. In another message on Twitter, the 47-year-old said a pious, judgmental diner had gone to bed still believing she's a vegan. Although she insists she'd only meant to be flippant, her comments prompted a furious reaction and even drew calls for her to be prosecuted for assault. The incident happened at Saturday at Miss Goodman's restaurant in Albright and Shropshire, one of two she runs in the camera. Oh, I misunderstood that story. The way right. they were going on all week about it was like she'd done it maliciously, but what she's saying is that this person asked for something that was non-vegan and I gave it to them. No, 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 no. No, oh. she, no, 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 no. No, she, no, no. Go on. No, no, no. She's done it maliciously. Oh, has she? She's... Why, why, what this are you not following? Well, it said that someone had ordered a pizza with mozzarella on it. Yes. So well, That's she... not vegan. Correct, yes. But if they've ordered that, then they've ordered that, haven't they? Yes, correct, yes. She's supposed to not feed them? No. Why are you being a, an absolute arse? I'm not being an arse. She? Oh, <laughs> I had a really interesting chat with Mike Graham the other day about working or well, not working at the moment with Mike Parry. Really interesting. Wow, why is he coming into your mind? Because, well, you remind me of Parry in so many ways. Except he's, he's, he's taller than you. She was angry that she'd spent all day preparing vegan food. Then one of the apparent vegans... Had ordered something non-vegan. Yeah, so she gave that to them. Yeah. And then because she was angry that she spent all day preparing this vegan food she then tweeted ah, I spiked a vegan's food right okay so forget the person who had the mozzarella I she was referring to the pizza sorry I thought she was referring to the no. pizza okay well that is naughty then the trip advisor and google pages of her business go on look up Carlini um, in Shropshire and let's see if we can find uh, the the TripAdvisor and Google Pages have now been bombarded with poor reviews, dragging it down from five stars to one. Oh, that's mean. Everyone's mean in this story. Plans are underway to hold a protest this weekend, and po- posters have been created warning diners they might be poisoned. Oh, for oh, goodness no. sakes. That's a bit... Nah, come on. But, guys. you know, to a vegan, eating non-vegan food is... You yeah, know. but she's not really done it. No. She's not really... I mean, she, she was dumb. That was a dumb thing to say, yeah. but she's not done it. Last night, Miss Goodman's fiancé and business partner apologised for her outburst, insisting she had not served meat and had written the comment after having too much to drink. Michael Gale, 62, said, Here we go, she'd been left feeling almost suicidal by the reaction. And police were called to the restaurant yesterday because of the threats. Because, you know, that's not that's terrible. Um, 
she came up with some recipe ideas so that they would have more choice than the two or three items on our standard menu. Laura went off and bought the ingredients. On Saturday, they showed up, and as is quite within their right, chose dishes, dishes off the regular menu. One of them ordered a margarita pizza, which is not vegan-friendly. Laura said that if you were a vegan, you'd know that mozzarella is not vegan. So, slightly disappointed that they hadn't chosen to have what she prepared for them and amused at the thought that they had had that pizza, she made the flippant remark on Facebook. He said she made the comments on a Facebook page called The Very Boring Group, which encourages contributions about... Now, why do we say banal and not banal? <laughs> Don't know. It's strange, that, isn't it? Yeah, maybe because it sounds like anal. Mr Gale said, since then our world has been turned upside down with death threats, threats of violence, threats of lawsuits from around the world. The essential story is some vegetarians and vegans went to a restaurant, had vegetarian and vegan food and left. <laughs> we don't even know if the pe person that ordered the pizza was vegan. She could have just been vegetarian, in which case there would have been no problem with her ordering that. Um, oh, dear. TripAdvisor have suspended new reviews. <laughs> But this is um, what happens now in this era of social media. Yeah. Pylons. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that, give, give us some of the reviews. Go on. Well, they're all good ones because oh because they've suspended new reviews. How many stars has it got? Uh, four and a half. Oh well, maybe they've had a little clean up. Hang on, let's see. I'll, I'll, let's find one. Well, let's. I see what. Let's go to a break, and then when we come back, we'll see what you've got, shall we? All right, go on. The late night alternative with that man, Ian Lee. There's no strangers here, just friends you haven't stalked on Facebook yet. Have never sent my picture to anyone who didn't request it. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes. Mm. 03444991000. Tom, stay there. I'll come to you in a second. Go on. So did you find any... Yeah, I did, right. And to be fair to Carlini's, they've got 81 excellent reviews, yep. 26 very good, 7 average, and then it goes oh. 3 poor, 3 terrible. Oy. Okay, so here we go. I mean, this one sounds like a bit of a nightmare, to be honest. Yeah. It's really long as well. I've never left a review on anything like this before, but I felt compelled to following the truly awful experience we have. First of all, we arrived and the table wasn't ready, so we were told to wait in the pub next door as there was no space to sit and wait in their restaurant. This, however, we were pre-warned about when booking, so not a problem in itself, but worth people noting that this is a regular occurrence, so if you plan eating here and prepare to spend more money in the pub... Oh, uh, if you plan on eating here, prepare to spend more money in the pub first prior to the meal. However, real issues started to emerge when we were led to the table. The restaurant itself is incredibly tiny, intimate you could say, except in this place you have to choose your location, next to the toilets, coat rack, giant wall-mounted heater or door. Oh. Not the ideal place for a romantic meal. Upon arrival, I noticed the word Venetian was spelt incorrectly on the specials board. That would annoy me. Well, it would annoy me, but I wouldn't tell anyone no I, you shut up man i would tell was. you but i wouldn't tell them oh god you they would. told the waitress the waitress admitted it hadn't been checked by the manager and we just had a chuckle about it but then that was just the first clue that this is not an italian restaurant which takes any pride in what it does the waitress was a very friendly young girl and my girlfriend and her spoke quite at length when they were ordering the waitress then departed telling us there were two of the five mains that were no longer available this was 9 p.m the starters arrived and the pasta, which was clearly dried pasta, the waitress confirmed this, was undercooked to the point it was crunchy. Oh dear. I had it returned, but the same thing occurred, with big clumps of pasta stuck together on the second. 
Once we had it returned again, the waitress conceded that she agreed the pasta was awful. Okay, well this, but this isn't. But a... the chef had just shouted at her. Right, but this isn't this isn't one of the vegans. No, doing they that. haven't put any of those in because no. they put at the top of the um, uh, of the reviews here that because of a story attracting media attention has caused an influx of review submissions yeah, that do not describe a first-hand experience. Well, there are loads... Pile on. If you type in this woman's name on Twitter, Laura Goodman, load, there's, there's loads of people, um, like... Having a go at her. Um, having a go at her. Talking about punching her in the face. <gasps> Um, laughing at her business now being uh, f- a failure. Um, um, uh, oh, it's oh, it's horrendous! Oh, it's horrendous. Well, she's got the abuse she's getting online. Blimey! Yeah, but this is what happens on Twitter, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. And I, each of those people doesn't realise that they're adding another little. Yes. Brick into the wall of it. Okay. Okie dokie. Bricks in walls, guys. Bricks in walls. Good evening, Tom. Good evening, Anne. Good evening, Catherine. Hello. Hello, Tom. What you got for us? Um, I just thought I'd give you a call. Um, I've spoke to you before, but off a different phone number, so you might not um, recognise, but um, I've spoke to you before about listening to lots of podcasts and walking and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You lost, didn't you lose loads of weight? Yes, indeed. Yes, yes indeed. I remember you. Yes, sir. How are you getting on with that? Oh, uh, that's I've not, no, that's not happened. I, I, I've become quite sedentary. Um, uh, recently, so uh, yeah, that's not happening for me at the moment. Okay, well, you know, at the moment when it's when it's important, it'll happen, I guess. Yes. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say I, I haven't listened to any podcasts or the radio shows since you've come back out of the jungle. And um, what? Oh, celebrity, sorry. Yeah. Um, no, you, so, you're uh, to forget that bit. I'm not worried about that rubbish. You've not been listening to the show or the podcasts. Well, no, I've, I've sort of gone down a bit of a uh, rabbit hole, to give the pun, yes. of um, uh, listening to an American podcast, and I've been listening to that pretty solid. Oh, God, what have you been listening to? Uh, Jimmy Pardo. Um, the name rings a bell. What is it? What's the show? It's, it's the Jimmy Pardo show. Um, it's called Never Not Funny. Um, and it's uh, it's just he's just a very very likable very funny guy and oh, interviewing different American comedians and and artists and stuff and it's just it's just been interesting to listen to but um, good for him. I say, but yeah so today um, basically first day without a job I've uh, uh, left a company that I've been working for for 22 years yes. and it was a bit of a daunting day but for some reason I had the idea of putting on catching up with yours and uh, podcast today yeah. since, you come, since you come out and it's been fantastic listening to how positive reaction you've been getting yep. how good you've oh, been, been feeling yeah. I, it's it's really really cheered me up but anyway but but so that's part of it but I was going to say for tomorrow while you're in the hotel room if you fancy it Limmy's daft wee stories on uh, audio oh mate you're, you're preaching to the converted I've listened to that and um, uh, what's the other book he's got another book um, I don't know the other one. He's got a second book, and I've had that. Yeah, oh, I love that. I love Limmy. Um, yeah. And it, they are absolute filth, and there is, he is a very, very twisted boy. And um, Very funny, very funny to catch up with. Oh, he's incredible. No, I love Limmy. You've seen all the TV series, I'm assuming. No, I haven't, actually. Like I've said to you before, I don't tend to sit down too often. Oh, mate, I should catch up with treat you. yourself. They're on Netflix. So they're, all, they're all on YouTube as well, um, uh, Limmy's show. Man, it's funny. It is. Uh, it really is messed up. I love Limmy. We've had Limmy on the show. I love Limmy. 
Yeah, no, he's fantastic. I think I got into him from listening. It must might have been yourself or from Richard Herring. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, very 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 good. I, I was just going to suggest stick a pair of headphones in, have a little walk, and uh, oh. maybe break outside the room to, to go and get your uh, try and find your strobe light somewhere. Yes, exactly. Maybe we'll do that, Tom. Listen, thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you don't know Limmy, he's a very, I mean, he's a very naughty boy, isn't he, Catherine? He is. He's a um, Glaswegian comedian. Yes. He's brilliant. He's brilliant. Can't explain him because he's sort of surreal and... He's one of the funniest people and also just just doesn't care. Doesn't care. He's He's got this incredible attitude where, you know, he will quite happily tweet a joke about Donald Trump killing himself. Um... Uh, knowing, you know, actively encouraging the hundreds, nay, sometimes, you know, hundreds of of, uh, angry, violent messages that he'll get in return. He loves it, and I think he's brilliant. He's also got a really expressive face. Yeah, yeah. So the TV series is brilliant. He's good. 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. It's kind of, what day is it today? Wednesday. Still not quite back into um, the normal run of things. It's that weird thing. Now, Christmas is well and truly gone. Um, But because it was New Year and then it was New Year's Day and it just still feels a little bit... I don't think we'll get quite into the... the, 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 um, uh, into the flow of things until next week, mm-hmm. when it, then it's then then that's it. And then we're in 2018. Christmas trees it. are going this weekend, aren't they? Um, yeah, I guess they gotta. I guess I don't know if they've still got one up in the house. Um, I, guess, I guess they will. Um, as, but people are still. But pantomimes are still on. Yeah. And that I went to a pantomime a couple of years ago, roundabout now. It was very. It was wrong. It we're felt, going on the thirteenth. Yeah, it's messed up. It was. It was kind of empty. It felt really. It just felt wrong. And it, this jokes about Christmas and stuff. You're thinking, well, yeah, but it's, it's, it's the second week of January. Why? Don't like that. You've got. You've got to do a pantomime in the run up to Christmas or the week after, and that is. That's it. After that. See, there. the problem is that I only buy panto tickets because my mum likes to go. Yes. And I'm hoping one day she's just going to say, I'll take the kids and you don't have to come. Because, oh, oh, come on, you miserable old Oh, I'm really man. not that bothered about it. Oh, it's a bit fun. It's all right when I get there, but I never fancy it. But, um, and this year we're all going, and my sister's going, and the boys and everyone. But because it's my for my mum's Christmas present, yeah. she gets it on Christmas Day. She's away normally for, for New Year's Eve because they go gallivanting. Wait, wait a minute. She knows what she's going to get it. So, so just give it to her the week before and go on the, the 19th of December. Why would you not do that? Because Christmas. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly, yeah. So you go on the 19th of December. So then you're in, that's when, that's pantomime, no. that's prime pantomiming no. timing. No. Uh, who are you going to go and see? It's Brian Connolly. Oh, that'd be good. Gok one. Oh, that's Yeah, unusual. he's the fairly go- fairy Gok father. Um, yeah, okay. apparently. Uh, um... Okay, that's two big. That's two very, very big stars in one panto. Who's the, who's there for the kids? It's got to be a kids entertainer. It's got to be like star of um, CBBS. Hang on, let me just check. Jeff, Jeff from starring Jeff from CBB for the kids. It's Jeff, but the mums like Jeff as well. You know, well we've had this before. Loads of mums find um, not Mister Tumble, the gardener. Oh, Mister Bloom. Find him fit as I'd like him to plant a few seeds in there. Oh, stop it! (laughs) 
That's a gardening term. It's actually a gardening term. Yeah, so it's dibber, but I won't go there. Okay, go on. No, there isn't. It's just Brian Connolly and Gokwan. Well, there's got to be someone for the kids. Look again. Brian Connolly is yeah. Buttons. Yeah. And Gokwan is the fairy Gokwan. They don't tend to have... Um, we we had Peter Pan, um, and it was a lad playing Peter Pan. They don't do the... Principal boy. They don't do that kind of stuff anymore, where boys playing... Girls playing boys. They don't do that. Because it used... Oh, of course, didn't it? It used to be um, the the princess would fall in love with the the Peter Pan or whatever, but it was a lady. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. Yeah. I think that's um, political correctness gone mad. It's, we're going to hell in a handcart. We're going to see hell in a handcart uh, mm. next week. It's the end of the wedge. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Jacked up jive talk for janitors, jazz cats, and gin soaked boys and girls. Is that the Mondo? <laughs> if you're awake, you're a welcome. I've got five cactus needles stuck in my. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344. Four nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number if you want to give us a call. You're more than welcome to. Don't have to if you don't want to. It's up to you. Suit yourself. Suit yourself, isn't it? Where are we? It's Wednesday. Another two nights of this. Then, uh, what do they call that? The weekend. That's what they call it. Big Brother's been... I know it's only day two, but a little bit dry. A little bit dry, I found. I thought thought the opening uh, thing last night was was not much going on. And then last the, the show we saw just before we were coming in to do this... Guys, come on. Part of the problem is they've all got drums to bang, haven't they? Yes. They're not just going in there to be shameless publicity... Well, obviously. Yes. Publicity-seeking people. But they're not doing it just because they want everyone to know the real them, are they? I don't like Anne Widdecombe. And I don't like what she stands for. Um, you know, she's voted again, time and time again against LGBT rights. And, you know, I don't like what she stands for. She's certainly against gay marriage. Lots of things I disapprove of. But also I find her objectionable as a person. I think she's rather rude as a person. Fair play. I did tell her to F off once during a, a, a TV show because, you know, which is not exactly the most well-mannered um, language to use at all. But she, I just I just find her so... I mean, she was saying that, 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 that there's no reason for people to go to food banks and stuff. That's why I told her to F off. But um, it, I just find her so objectionable. Well, and tonight she couldn't understand why women had found themselves at the mercy of people like Harvey um, Weinstein. Mm-hmm. Well, you have a choice. No, I think the point was they didn't. And she just can't understand it. But she's also one of these people who is never going to concede, is she? she? No. That there are things she doesn't know about. And I don't like this whole thing of making her cute and cuddly Anne Widdecombe because she really does have some abhorrent and obnoxious views on on love, you know, and I just think that it's, um, I don't know. The truth will out. Um, but blokes are going in. John John Barnes, is that his name? Yeah, John, John Barnes. John Barnes is going in, the, um, the rapper and the uh, football star. He's going in on Friday and then they're going to drip feed blokes in. But uh, it just feels, I don't know, um, I know there's an executive very high up at Channel 5 that doesn't want to have Big Brother but knows that that getting rid of Big Brother would be commercial suicide for the channel because it's the biggest thing um, on there by several million viewers, you know. Mm. And um, and I love I love Celebrity Big Brother. I really do. I think it's a, I think it's a great show. I don't always get to see it. And, and, and when I stop working for the shows, I sort of stop watching it a bit because I just wanted to break. 
But I, I like it. I enjoyed the last one with, with um, Dangerous Danan and Sarah Harding and lovely um, Helen Leder and all those people in. Um, but this one I just found... I mean, it's, we're two, two episodes in, but boring. It doesn't, it doesn't normally hot up for the first week or so anyway, does it? Well... It's when not... people start to go and the facades start to slip, they're all being very polite at the they are. They are. I suspect that India Willoughby, the um, newsreader for Channel 5, is going to... She was starting to get a little bit um, uh, pissed off tonight, um, so I, I hope it. I hope it kicks off. I hope it kicks off. But I don't. I just think it's. I, just, I don't. I don't think the theme of um, celebrating a hundred years of you know women being able to vote. I just. I don't really think. It, I, I thought they were going to use it. They They seem to be carrying this theme on a little bit longer than I thought, and it's just. I don't know. This is boring. It's boring. There we go. Um, there we go. Speaking of which, Cleo. Hello, dude. How Hello, are you Cleo. Doing? What you got for us, man? Well, I'd like to thank you for well, well, for one, for telling and we didn't f off that time. Yep. No, but, I'm, not, um, I'm, not pr- I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not proud of that. That was. That was. That was, that was ill-mannered of me, and I shouldn't. Have it, is it is unwoodicum. But I'd like to thank you and Kath for being a welcome distraction since the weekend, because me little. Mama Betty died. Who who died? My little mama. My little oh, mama. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, man. That's that's yeah, really man. It was horrendous. But um, you've been a. I think you always are like a good respite for like the. There we go. Um, put, that, put that on a poster. A, a good a good respite from life. There we go. We'll have yes. that. We'll take that. Yeah, too, from too all good. the bad cat stuff. Forget, she, um, forget, forget the drugs. Uh, put yeah. this on a poster. Forget the drugs. Forget. Um, Think of something else to put there. Listen to this show. Pleasure your lugs. Yeah, we go exactly. Whatever he just said there, we'll get. We'll run that through the translator. Forget, forget the lugs. There we go. Listen to Ian. Yes. Uh, there we go. Beautiful. Not the rest of them mugs. Now again, I've got no idea what this man is saying. Yeah, just being nice. Uh, well, then that's very kind of him. I'm, I'm nodding. Well, you, uh, <laughs> you've had it in stitches, and um, it's just been really, really welcome. I love you in bloody stitches. Uh, because my little mum fell in love with you about a month ago when you were in the jungle. She Uh-oh. didn't know who you were. Uh-oh. Here we go, yeah. And she knew I listened to you and all that stuff. Um, and for years, she's not really understood depression. Yes. And you sort of helped. She sort of... Oh. But for the, when you went in, just watching the way you went on with that lot in there, and, the, yes. and I do think it was bullying. I know you, you think it wasn't, but... Um, she was saying, oh, so... She started asking about depression and not just, like... Sitting back and listening and not really knowing. I think she was always scared to sort of ask us what it was mums, like. Mums and kids fell in love with mm. me. And this is the thing. Um, uh, Andy Goldstein, who was on the other station, brought his little girl in. How old is she? Eight, seven? She's a, yeah, something she's like about that. eight, isn't she? And, um, and I saw her staring at me from the other side of the, of, of the office when we were out there. So I just gave her a little <laughs> wave. And she started giggling. And it, and then Andy brought her over and said, "Do you mind saying?" And I said, oh, "Of course not." And of course, she'd seen bits of the show. So um, the, the weird thing is that the, the you know kids get excited when they see me, and mums get excited. I've always got on well with the mums. I've always I've always been good with the mums. Um, You're a good soul. Yeah, well, that's what my mum said, and my mum's good at spotting that sort of stuff. Well, there you go. Cleo, listen, I'm very, yeah. very sad for your loss. Um, Cheers, dude. And I'd like th- to tell you. That's thank you all. very much, mate. Um, and yeah, we, 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 our condolences, fella. Cause that's, uh, oh, I cut him off there. That, that, was, um, that was cold and callous. 
Um, but not calculated. Um, it, it's, oh, it's horrendous, isn't it? Um, Rory, stay there. Come to you after this. Dead of Night Discourse for Disco Queens. I'm related to Jedward and Dolly Parton. Dairy Farmers aye, aye. and Distant Fathers. Yeah, whatever. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Doing lots of things that we don't know about, we can't control. On Talk Radio. Yes, great. 03444991000. Let's go to Rory. Good evening, Rory. Hey, how you doing, Ian? Um, Happy New Year. Good, thank you, man. Yes, good. what you got? Oh, um, do you know? Do you have C? You, uh, you do have CEX in England. Sex, yeah. the sex shops. The sex shops. Yeah, that's how it's pronounced, guys. That's how it's pronounced. Computer yeah, exchange well, sex. Yes. Mm, well, I go in there quite a lot to the sex shops. I like. I like. I'm, I might. Um, I might go in to one tomorrow to have a little look around. I like going in there, have a little perusal, and sometimes I treat myself to a little video game. Oh right, yeah. Well, the, unlike other sex shops, um, the, the the one that I the one in Derry has uh, kids hanging around outside it, and you know why the kids are hanging around outside the sex shop? No, I don't. Well, look, the kids want to buy games that are too old for them. That are too old. So for they're them. getting the adults to buy them Grand Theft Auto. Exactly, mate. It's, well, it's, it's gone from yeah. could you buy me a packet of fags to could yeah. you buy me Grand Theft Auto Five, please, Mister. Yeah, so they wanted me to buy them Call of Duty, and um, and I, I I was like, oh, what what game do you want? And then I looked behind the counter, and I knew the girl behind the counter, and um, I didn't want to approach her because she would know the whole crack and everything. So, um, oh, that's <laughs> a, that is amazing. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so how old are these kids? Oh God, this guy was—he was about eight, and I think must have been his brother or his friend. He looked twelve. So, but this happens to me all the yeah. time. This happens to me like three times. I have never seen that anywhere. I've never encountered the the kids outside um, the sex shops. Wow, that's amazing, man. Yeah, I know. But um, no, it's happened to me a couple of times, and uh, uh, it, it used to happen to me with drink and off licenses and kids and stuff like that. But yeah, but now it's. Now oh, it's, I used to get that a lot. Yeah, um, uh, I mean, I. I can't, maybe not happened, I'm going to say, five years. But I'm, pick, I'm plucking that number out of thin air where I've gone into, you know, a spa or something. Mr. you get some cigarettes and some booze. And I, I of course, yeah. would, uh, would, would, would buy it. And then I would, I would charge them an extra five quid on top <laughs> for services rendered. And they were very keen to pay it. They never yeah. ask women. Do they not? Because no. they know, because they're mums. I wonder if it's a mum thing, yeah. yeah. Oh, my friend was asked, though. My friend got asked, and she and she did it. She's a, and she's oh, a woman, she's is she? Yeah, woman. she's a woman. Well, this yeah. is well. This was this in Northern Ireland. This was in Northern Ireland. Because this, yeah. this, this, that coupled with the sex story makes me think that Northern Ireland is just completely lawless. <laughs> that anything. Oh, God, no, we've got more stringent laws about everything to do with sex and games and. You know we're coming to Northern Ireland. It's our first. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. Me and my brother are going to come. Good. On the twenty eighth. Okay. Be, yeah. Yeah. It's our first ever. We're going to Dublin on the twenty seventh. I need to sort out the hotels and the flights and stuff. I know. I'm I was not... thinking about that the other day. I'll, 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 I'll do that tomorrow. That's what I'll do tomorrow. I'll sort that out. Um, yes, we're going to go to um, uh, Dublin uh, for uh, do a show on the twenty seventh, which is sold out. With Thomas Walsh is going to be there. Pugwash is going to play us a couple of tunes, and then. Um, uh, we're going to Belfast on the Sunday the 28th. Uh, there are still tickets for Belfast. I've no idea how many tickets we've sold for, actually. I've got no, I'll, I'll send them uh, yeah. a little email. It's a email. good room. Is it? Yeah, we've, I've, I've done shows in it before. and It's, 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 quite, it's quite a nice, intimate sort of room. Good. And uh, they've got a projector and they've in, got all this stuff and everything. Small. Yeah. Good. No, but, <laughs> no, but small is good, because I find that with the bigger rooms, people are less likely to pipe up. 
Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, I haven't even I haven't been to one of your rabbit hole shows before, so I'm interested to see what it's like. But uh, no, you could probably get about fifty, seventy-five. Well, I don't know, fifty people. Yeah, something average, like yeah. that. Um, let me send. Um, uh, 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 right, I'm going to send. The, let me just send you. You talk to Rory because I'm sending the guy who's organised it an email. All right then, Rory. Was there something else you wanted to talk about? Um, do you know when people ask you, Kath, um, oh, what are your plans this evening? Yeah. What do you what do you think that they mean? Like anything, literally anything, or do you think that they mean something exciting, like going out or going to a show or something? I mean, do you feel sort of bad if you say, "Oh, I'm just sitting there watching TV"? <laughs> well, considering I only get two evenings a week oh, right. to do something like that. No, I don't feel bad about it at all. Yeah, no, but I, oh, I don't know. I, I find it really difficult to um, organise myself in the weekends because by the time I get there, I'm absolutely shattered and I never fancy going out. But I'm one of those people that once I get forced to go out, I have quite a good time. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah, I hate no... going out. You, oh, God. I, I hate the idea of it, but normally no, it's all right no, once you're there. No, boring, hate it, never, no, nothing, no, never happening, never going to happen again. I hate going out. hate going out. Out and as my life becomes more and more fractured, I am going to be. I'm, you know, and I've got less time on this planet than than I've ever had before. So you're going to plead yourself. Sorry, I'm. I'm just not going to go out anymore. I'm not going to go out. Sod it. What? Never. No, never. What about like to a nice show or something? Well, that's different. No, it's not. It's, it, that's still out. No, it's not out. It's not it's, in. It's, well, it's different though. That's not. But that's not going out. To I'm hang not saying out. on the razzle. No, I'm not going out with to hang out with people. Yes, I'll I'll go and um, on your own. You'll go to shows. I'll I'll go and see Hamilton on my own. Yeah, but when I say Hamilton, I mean David Hamilton, <laughs> not uh, <laughs> not that that hip hop hip hop music. It's meant to be amazing. That uh, I've yeah. no idea what it's about. It's about Hamilton, the um, guy like the founder of America. I mean, God, it's and it's all hip hop and rap and. Do you know what, guys? Do you want to buy? If you want to buy a ticket for it here, it's about two thousand pounds, right? Oh. Well, well, you might as well. They sell they're selling tickets in America for five hundred dollars. Fly to New York and watch it, buddy. Um, Rory, I'm going to cut you off. All right. There he goes. Um, that's 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 it. I'll tell you why that's it. Because because now that I've got into bo- I hope this works because my computer's been a little bit um, rubbish since um, well since I dropped it the other day. If I'm completely honest. Um, so I, I, I'm getting into Bob. D- correction. I'm into Bob Dylan now. I've got Bob Dylan. It's taken me years and years and years, and I'm into Bob Dylan. And th- this, I, I played a song the other day, the um, Bootleg Volume 3 version of If You See Her Say Hello, which is amazing, right? And then there's this song, which I heard years and years ago, and I'd forgotten I'd heard it, and it's incredible. And Bob Dylan is the, the best self-saboteur in that he recorded this for an album in the 80s when, let's be honest, his albums were particularly poor, and he decided to keep this... Um, off the record and not put it on there. The man, the man is is remarkable, is fascinating, and is sexy when he's played by Kate Blanchett.
to Jerusalem. I traveled through East Texas, where many martyrs fell, and I know. Corruptible. 